0: Of- free talk live
1: free talk live dial toll free bring up what you want our number here is 855 450 free that's 855 450 3733 and we've got skype as well you can skype in At username LRN.FM. With you in the studio tonight, it's me, Ian. And me, Mark. Also, uh, we believe we'll be joined by Jay Noon. Uh, He's running a little bit late, so uh, he'll be joining us. And you can take control of the airwaves and bring up what you want uh, we both brought in the same news story tonight, Mark, to talk about, uh, just independently. We didn't know that we were going to do that. Yep. That uh, it's usually an indication it's a good idea to talk about it. That's right. And then also, if we get the chance, we'll give you an update on Venezuela, where uh, the death toll in the streets has now hit 29. Uh, we have, uh, haven't have really talked about that in a, in a week or so. So, uh, let's start with the, the mutual story, Mark. You uh, wanted to talk about press freedom. The index is out for 2017, and... The news is not good. Not once, for the United States. Once no. again,
2: for the United States. Things look pretty good for Norway, Sweden, and Finland. Right. Um, yeah, I um, I don't know what to say about this, but I guess I'm a little shocked. Um, I'm not shocked the United States moved down press freedom. They've been going down uh, the press freedom charts for some time. Mm. I'm shocked that... United States press organizations care so little about the Reporters Without Borders or uh, Reporters Sans Frontieres that they don't even write an article. Really? The, yeah, the, they looked. didn't even write an article.
1: I take it you, look, you looked around?
2: Yeah, I poked around as best I could. I couldn't find a single U.S. article about the United States sl- uh, sliding down the world freedom charts. I'm sure there's a blog post somewhere. Um, I mean, it, it it would shock me if Free Talk Live, starting at 7 p.m. Eastern time, is the first news organization at all to cover it, but I got very little to nothing. Huff, HuffPo. HuffPo's got something? Yeah. Well, you could almost call that news. Blaming it on Donald Trump. <laughs> right, not news.
1: Um, Donald Trump's media bashing is already hurting America's press freedom
2: rankings. Okay, so you know the, Donald Trump is absolutely a media basher, but and they you, may
1: have factored him in. I mean, they, that might have been a factor. In yeah, the, the
2: United States went down two. It's uh, not
1: like they fell thirty five or anything. Right, it's like been that. bad before since before right. Donald Trump got in.
2: Barack Obama was the worst president when it came to press freedom that this country's ever seen until Donald Trump came along. Okay, so like that's what every article should start with. Mm -hmm. Actually, it should say this.
1: You mean like uh, you mean like how he put uh, whistleblowers in prison? Yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, Yeah. No transparency. The uh, White House press corps had very little access to the White House in comparison to Bush and uh, Clinton before him and, and that sort of thing. Yeah, absolutely. Look, I'm not a partisan by any stretch of the imagination. It should say this. Barack Obama was the worst president in American in recent history on press freedom. Hillary and Trump were going to be worse. Yeah, absolutely. Either Hillary or Trump were going to be worse. And that's just the trend that we have going on. I'm more worried about the trend than I am about the ranking. If the United States was sitting at number, oh, shoot, 42 um, on the chart. I, think it was, uh, I thought it was 41. 43. Oh, uh,
1: oh, right. It's going down,
2: right? Meaning that down the n- higher numbers are worse. Yes, uh, number 43 on Press Freedom, uh, that, you know, if we were headed upwards, I I think that would be a lot better. But sitting around, I I mean, I haven't heard of these places, Ian. Belize. I've um, heard of Belize. You've been there. Right, I've been to Belize, but I'm just, I'm going, 41, Belize. Number 40, United Kingdom. I've heard of that. 41, Belize. I've been there. Um, Where is Burkina Faso? I couldn't tell you. United States. Where is Comores?
1: I don't know, but it sounds like they're higher up on the rankings than uh, the United States it's is.
2: It's one behind it. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know if these are, uh, you know, Malta, Botswana, Tonga. Which direction are you going here? Downward. Downward meaning lower numbers? Right. Um, okay. United States, uh, you know, edges out Comores uh, and Taiwan. Okay. But um, you know, loses to Burkina Isn't Faso. Is Taiwan
1: the place? Uh, correct me. Maybe it's Thailand. But uh, is one of those two the place where if you insult the king, they'll like execute you or something like that? I
2: couldn't say. Yeah, I, I don't know about uh, Slovenia's higher Lithuania, Andorra, Trinidad and Tobago. And
1: by the way, you're right. Uh, I did look at the Google News, at least from the Google News search for Press Freedom Index, Huffington Post, and maybe maybe Ad Week. Are the only two in the, the entire front page. But Huff of all of these takes things.
2: it uses it in an opportunity to bash Trump. Right. Screw that. That's not news. Yeah.
1: Uh, Forbes? Forbes has something. So that's about it. I mean, if you okay, go, down I couldn't the system, find
2: the Forbes one, then yeah. I would consider that news generally.
1: Uh, but but the headline is "Media Clampdown said Middle East countries tumbling down press freedom index." So it's, right, not, it's even, not even the head
2: the headline that the U.S. Uh, right. is has moved down uh, to. Well, I've got the uh, BBC article here, and yeah, let's hear it. Canadians. It, it, basically, this was written by a Canadian correspondent. The Canadians are worried, at least this correspondent, took the time to write an article in an actual news venue about Canada's uh, dropping down to uh, slot number 22. Now, this is nearly... Uh, You know, it's significantly better than the United States has done. Canada dropped four slots to number two Mm. on the list that ranks 180 countries based on how they treat journalists. Uh, A number of high-profile incidents of police action against journalists in Canada have raised concerns. Press organizations have called called on the government to shore up laws protecting the freedom of speech and media sources. Uh, the U.K. was ranked 40, down five spots, uh, the United States 43, down two spots on the same list. Last fall, Canadian journalists, for free expression, slammed the massive culture, p- culture problem policing and surveillance agencies after it was – it's not really a sentence um, – it was after revealed that uh, Quebec and – and, hey, uh, this
1: qu- isn't a uh, a grammar check. This is a press
2: freedom check. Right. <laughs> that uh, Quebec police spied on 10 journalists. Their criticism came shortly after journalist Justin Brake was arrested for covering a protest in Newfoundland. Mm. In March, the Federal Court of Appeals ruled that vice news journalist Ben McCuck uh, had to turn over all his communication with accused terrorist Farah Shirdan, including texts to Canadian police. Uh, his lawyer argued that the ruling would have a chilling effect on the media by turning journalists into police sources. So this is, uh, th- this is what Canada is worried about, and Canada is doing significantly better than the United States. And right. this is happening all over. Look, the police are always going to try to get the press to do their investigative work for them. Okay. sure. The press is supposed to be the police are the executive branch. The press is what we call the fourth column. The fourth column is there to hold the three branches of government in check and to hold them accountable. That does not mean the executive branch can bust in brandishing guns and demand to see our papers. The press is intended to be sacrosanct. The Founding Fathers did not put it in the First Amendment so that these knuckle-dragging fascists can walk into a news agency and say, Hey, give me everything you got. Well, no, that's not how this is supposed to be. And consider that the Founding Fathers had just recently begun shooting their government center of mass, Mm. right? Like the executive branch of their government was being shot by the people who wrote this stuff. Yeah. That is how serious we need to take this. Press freedom's important. It's important for places like Finland. It's important for places... (laughs) Apparently, it's more important for Uruguay and Ghana than it is for the United States. And that is a sad state of affairs.
1: Okay, so after uh, Donald Trump got elected, the news media in the United States made a Bunch of noise about their press freedoms. Sure, they did because t- Trump was saying things that was you know were definitely not friendly towards press freedom. We just reported on the CIA director just what a week or yep. so ago talking about clamping uh, just down on, press openly freedom. threatening uh, freedom of the press. Yep, yep. and it was uh, the Intercept that did the heavy lifting on reporting on that. Yeah, that
2: was that is not an organization that is U.S. based.
1: I uh, I think you're right about that. I, I forget where he lives, but I think uh, he's in uh, South America believe, or something. Uh, Brazil. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, they made a lot of noise about their press freedom. They founded – there's like some sort of organization out there that's supposedly hiring lawyers to go to bat for press freedom. That organization didn't
2: bother putting out an article today. No, apparently not.
1: Yeah, it's sad. Although, Mark, I don't think that it's necessarily the case that the countries that are above the United States on the list – are dedicated to press freedoms or anything like that it's just they're not as just by chance they're just not cracking down as hard as uh, the united states there's more coming up here at 855 450 free that's uh 855 450 3733 we still have the ability to sit here and say the things we say so it certainly could be they worse. rated
2: these studios a that's year true. ago yeah, what are you true. talking about
1: it's free talk live <laughs> free talk live you may dial toll free and join us right here our number is 855-450-FREE that's 855 3733 press freedom index is out again thanks to reporters without borders and the united states uh not doing good in fact doing worse than last year at number 43 was it mark is it 43
2: uh, yes, number yeah. forty-three.
1: Yeah, uh, we can continue that discussion here in moments. You can share your thoughts as well. Our toll-free number eight fifty-five four
2: fifty. Free Skype username is lrn.fm. In many cases, it's the uh, the executive. Uh, in this case, the chief, chief executive, the president of the United States. Um, you know, not necessarily Donald Trump, but you know, Barack Obama and the ones that uh, set the tone for how press freedom goes in the United States. And to some extent, that's been true with uh, health care uh, too in this country. So. Healthcare funding has been all the news since 2009 when the, you know, Obamacare got put in place. No, they didn't pay that much attention to George Bush's uh, delving into, uh, you know, government funding of healthcare. But up until that point, he had the largest government expansion in healthcare funding uh, that, that the U.S. had ever seen. Well, the, the government's meddling in healthcare has messed everything up and i think we can all agree on that but there is a free market healthcare company that can give you freedom from health insurance it's healthexcellenceselect.com they give they can give you among other things a proactive health assessment daily no charge 24 hour access to doctors um, medical information card that you can give to ems or first responders or Medi- uh, emergency room or whom, whatever medical professional you want to. Check them out right now at healthexcellenceselect.com Any kind of doctor traditional, integrative, chiropractic acupuncture, massage you'll love the service and the price healthexcellenceselect.com This really is the best offer running in uh, healthcare, healthexcellenceselect.com
1: Alright, let's go to your calls and thoughts. We've got more uh, coming up here on Press freedoms or the lack of those freedoms, but first we go to Bad Quaker, at least or I presume is the Bad Quaker, calling from badquaker.com on Skype. Hello there. Hey, Ian. How you doing? Hey, Ben. Welcome. Been a while since we actually talked like this. Yeah, well, I'm glad to hear that you're well. I know that you were ill for quite a while, and I've heard that you're uh, back on the Freedom Fiends, and you're talking on the radio, and so welcome back.
3: Yeah, I wouldn't go so far as to say well, but that is kind of a a relative term, but we'll go with that. Well, it's, it's, you're not calling from uplifting. a hospital bed, are you? <laughs> not this time. Okay. All right.
1: Well, then that's better than you know what it could be. So we're glad to have you. So I sent you a package. Did you get that? Yes, I've got it sitting uh, right here. It is your new
2: book. He that, was excited to get the package. I yeah. must say, I was here when he oh, opened it.
1: That uh, Jay Noon recommended uh, on this show last week, and, and unfortunately, he's running a little late tonight, so he's not here to uh, to talk about it. But I think he's. I think Jay said he's read this book like three times now. It's Sedition, Subversion, and Sabotage: Field Manual Number
3: One. A three-part solution to the state. Yeah. Yes. I'm glad to hear Jay liked it. Uh, I got to meet him up at Porkfest mm-hmm. one year, and I think I met him more than one year, but w- the first time I met him was uh, – he, he really impacted – he made an impact on my mind. Well, you know, and, uh, that's that sounded wrong. He made an impact on me
4: there. How's that?
1: <laughs> He's a good guy. I really enjoy having him on, uh, on Free Talk Live. So uh, you, when did you put this book out? Because I heard that it, maybe it was a little while ago. Is it – when, when was it published? Yeah,
3: the printing, I, I wrote most of it in 2015 when I literally physically couldn't do much of anything else. Mm. And then uh, we got the printing done early. No, I guess it was about, yeah, about this time in 2016. Um, and then we really didn't have a whole lot of distribution going on with it. Um, there were a couple of little delays. See, there's a unique thing about that book. If you look through it, you'll see who the printer is. Oh, wait, no, you won't. Oh. It has no indications of who printed it. Huh. <laughs> Interesting. So speak, speaking of freedom of the press, that's how we got freedom of the press to get that out to people. It's not, a, it's not registered with the Library of Congress. It's not registered with the international whatever that thing is. Yeah. You can't buy it on Amazon. You can't find it in a bookstore or Barnes and & Nobles, and you never will because it's just not registered in their system.
1: I couldn't even buy it on your website. Did you get the uh,
3: shopping cart thing <laughs> fixed? I did. That was a perfect storm of okay, uh, of failure there <laughs> between we were moving the site to a more secure uh, server. And at the same time, some of our uh, some of our plugins were updating. And um, one m- one of my email servers uh, decided to just start hammering the the new server with uh, you know with login requests with all the wrong info, so I got locked out completely from mm-hmm. all of the websites I'm associated with. But we got it back going again. It's it's up and running now.
1: Good because I heard about I, as soon as I heard Jay raving
2: about it, I thought I got to go buy this because uh, you know I want to support uh, the Bad Quaker and, and he uh, hasn't done that either. Um, I didn't even know who wrote it. Uh, there's also not an author on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um,
1: and, well, and and uh, and so I wasn't able to. So I emailed you saying, hey, something's r- something up with the shopping cart, and you said, well, I'll just go ahead and send you a copy. So I, I really appreciate that. But uh, where, where could one go if one wanted to, uh, to buy
3: this book? Uh, you can just go to badquaker.com and uh, click on the Shop button there. Well, the good news and, is you can
1: actually download it, too. So you can actually try before you buy, and uh, you can read the whole thing online. Uh, PDF, yeah, correct? Yes,
3: it, it's in PDF, and there's also an audio version right there on badquaker.com. Perfect. And there's another one hosted over at Liberty Under Attack. If anything happens to one site, the other's Excellent. still up. And I, and I need to thank the guys at Liberty under attack because they are the ones that organized uh, a, a group of people to get together and do all the recording of the uh, of the audio version. It was oh, really cool. great of them.
1: Oh yeah. so it's not you who's who's on the audiobook
3: right it's a yeah. It's a team I think there's like eight or nine people huh. so which gives it a really interesting sound and i should and I should say something about uh, this about it also um, so when it comes to authorship, I wrote. Almost the entire first section. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of that I stole from other people, um, but mostly I, I wrote the full the full first section. And the best I can say about the rest is I compiled it. So, um, hmm. so I can't I can I can take some credit by putting putting people together who would not have normally met each other or even known about each other. Interesting. And then getting them at a campfire together, and then talking to them, and then doing like mini interviews, and then you know, transcribing all that. Um, It was a lot of fun.
2: So for folks that haven't read the book um, and don't have it sitting in front of them, give them some idea of what, besides this uh, elongated title, (laughs) give them some idea of what they might see in the book. What what can you expect?
3: I think the high points of the first section, at least uh, the part that I wrote, are um, it lists the four conventional strategies of fighting the state And it uh, I think it it honestly now here's the difference. There's a difference between resisting the state fighting the state and actually attempting to kill the state. So the point of the book is not to tolerate the state or make it comfortable. The point of the book is how do we kill this thing. And so I look at the four conventional strategies
1: and by kill this thing you mean kill the idea of the state not the actual people who call themselves the state.
3: Correct, statism okay. as a as a religion, because yep. that's what I, I view it as. Statism as a religion, yes. and to, and to kill a religion, what you have to do is you have to r- remove people's faith in that in that god. Mm. And when people lose their faith in that god, the religion vanishes and it becomes history. So,
2: You'd think um, they'd be, have lost their faith in this at this point. I mean, it's, it's, it, <laughs> oh, it's a know.
3: powerful hold that it has on people.
1: The
2: gov- the, everybody uh, everybody understands the government to be the most dysfunctional organizational type that True. there is.
1: That's a step in the right direction, but they still think they need it. Uh, ben, uh, ben, can you stick with us and talk more about this? Sure. Uh, ben Stone is here with us, the uh, Bad Quaker. And from badquaker.com, we'll continue. Maybe you've got a question for him. You can dial in. Uh, Because I'm sure he'll be willing to take it. 855 450 free. That's our toll free number. This is Free Talk
5: Live.
6: The
5: The Libertarian Party of New Hampshire is going out to the ball game, sponsoring the New Hampshire Fisher Cats on June 10th. Join the LPNH in the new pavilion with access to a private portion of the bar and an all you can eat buffet. Tickets are only $40, but need to be purchased by May 9th. tickets at lpnh.org/ftl yeah. Come on.
1: it is free talk live dial on and toll free and join us right here our number is 855 855- 450 free That's 855-450-3733. With you in the studio, you've got me, Ian. And me, Mark. Also joining us, Jay Noon. Right uh, in good time here, too, because, Jay, we've actually got uh, Ben Stone on the line with us. The Bad Quaker from badquaker.com. It was last week that uh, Jay recommended uh, Ben's new book, Sedition, Subversion, and Sabotage. Field Manual Number 1, A Three-Part Solution to the States.
4: Welcome, Jay. Yeah, uh, thank you. I was listening on my way in, so yeah, I was, got pretty excited as soon as I heard Ben's voice. I, I love Ben.
1: Yeah, I didn't know he was going to call in tonight, but I'm really glad that uh, that he's here. Hello, uh, Ben. You're back on Free Talk Live. So you were telling us about uh, ending the state, destroying the state, destroying the religious belief in the state. And, you know, it really is a religious belief, and I think it's one of the most destructive evil religions on the planet uh, and they have all the trappings of you know, religions. They've got like a chant that people do uh, in unison. They have—I uh, don't know—chant's the right word, but uh, a, a, a allegiance pledge that uh, that they you know.
2: Right. I mean, I think a lot of people will uh, balk. I They've mean, got we're pews. We're on dozens and dozens of radio stations tonight, and a lot of people would balk at the notion of the government being a uh, a religion. But I would ask those people, how does it differ? Like, what's the difference? Not that, uh, you know, I, I can show you the ways that it's the same. Well,
1: religion, I think, was not the Christian religion? They only wanted, like, 10%.
2: Yeah, as a tithe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, that, that's what they wanted as far as your money go goes. The government wants significantly more, but yeah. there are plenty of people out there uh, that are posing as religious uh, leaders that will, um, in fact, take your money as much as you'll give it to them. If you give them hundred percent, they'll take it. Yeah, that's and, true. And uh, they'll live in giant mansions and uh, you know, do their broadcasts. You, got, you to... got
1: a man in a robe who sits up in a, in a room in a in a courtroom full of pews, full of people who rise and you know fall when they're told to. Well, as how about man... religious
2: fervor? I mean. I mean, people, people, you know, they'll they'll, die for the state. They'll put their hats over their hearts uh, when someone mentions somebody who died for, um, you know, in some war or another. Most of those people will admit upon questioning that that war was likely unnecessary and didn't do anything to protect freedom here in America and that probably the United States shouldn't have been involved. But nonetheless, the bravery and its bravery that that person uh, exhibited in their uh, fervor for the state. The you know that that's the sort of thing. I mean, you know, I want to know the differences. How is the state not a religion? And please be specific. Good question.
4: I got a difference for you. Eight
2: five five four five zero three seven free
4: The difference I, I feel here in the United States is well, you have a choice to participate in a religion or not. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we really don't have a choice not to, to uh, participate with this state. Or the state religion. Yep, that's I mean, true. I try really, really hard not to. It's like it's kind of been like a lifetime thing for me, and I, I really think I'm doing quite well at not participating. But I mean, just an hour, a couple hours ago, I was in the Grafton town hall trying to talk to the town clerk. I was kind of like participating in a way with the state, and you know, she didn't like the shirt I was wearing, and yeah, uh, you know, <laughs> you're wearing a
1: copblock.org oh, shirt. Yeah, by she the way.
4: she just. Was not happy with me as soon as she saw the shirt.
1: Well, Ben, you've been listening to us uh, here. I mean, are there any differences between the state and uh, a religion?
4: Uh,
3: Most religions don't require the kind of fanaticism that the state requires, Uh, most religions do not have the organized indoctrination system. Uh, That states Mm -hmm. have most religions don't have that, uh, uh, or at least they don't force
2: you to pay for it, right? Like the yeah, uh, I went to a Christian school that gave you thirteen years worth of education, and you can darn sure believe by the time you're done with it, you're going to have some understanding of the revised standard version of the Bible. But um, you know, nonetheless, they didn't require everybody in a given geographic area surrounding that school to pay for that school. That's what the state requires.
3: Yeah. Hey, by the way, uh, Jay, great to hear your voice. It's been a long time since we talked.
4: Yeah, I think the last time we talked is when we did that podcast together actually at Porkfest some years ago. Yeah. And I've been wanting to tell you when I was on your website and a friend of mine had actually, I told him about your book and he's like, are you Jay the sovereign citizen that uh, Ben Stone has on his website? And I go, well, I don't know about that. I I kind of you know tell people I'm not a sovereign citizen. So I went, I went on badquaker.com and I, and I Googled Jay and then sovereign citizen and and it shows up, that podcast I did with you, I don't know, maybe four or five years ago. And, uh, and, and in a podcast, I say, I'm not a sovereign citizen and I explain why. And <laughs> so, I don't know, maybe if you get a chance, you could. Get- correct a sovereign citizen part well that might actually draw people in yeah actually maybe maybe that's the purpose but which is fine i I don't care
3: i hate to admit it but i think i put that as bait click because uh i knew that you did uh say that so i i hate to admit it but that's probably what i did (laughs) all right i don't (laughs) i don't have a good enough memory but if it bothers you i can definitely go back and switch it
4: actually i don't really care but when i when somebody said because i had just gotten done at i was at a we are change colorado uh meeting and i was explaining why people shouldn't refer to themselves as, as a sovereign citizen. And then like mm-hmm. a couple of days later, I guess a friend Googled <laughs> "Jnoon Noon sovereign citizen, or he went, went to your uh, website or something. Uh, well, I, I mean, I don't care, I, but I, I did listen to it. And it's like, oh, I did tell him, explain to him that sovereign citizen is an oxymoron.
1: So, uh, yeah. Ben uh, Stone, a.k.a. The Bad Quaker, is here from badquaker.com. I've got his new book, or new-ish book, new to me. I didn't know about it until a week ago. Uh, Sedition, Subversion, and Sabotage Field Manual Number no. 1. And I'm thinking, uh, we've been doing this on Sunday nights. We've been doing kind of like this book club on the air. And we've been reading economics in one lesson, going chapter by chapter as the weeks go on and discussing each chapter. I'm thinking this one might be a fun uh, follow-up oh, yeah. to that. because. Again, we are kind of our qualifier is that the book needs to be free, available online for any listeners who want to, you know, read along with us. Uh, and economics in one lesson is, and so is your book. So anybody that wants to go check this out can go and download the PDF or the audiobook. or you can pay, I think, what ten bucks and get the actual uh, soft cover version over at uh, bad, badquaker.com. dot com. So, uh, what about part? 2? Two. This is manual number one. Is there going to be a second and third or are there already? What's what's going on with that?
3: I I kind of left that open um, mm-hmm. originally and, and there's a lot more of this in part two of the of the existing book. Um, okay, so the part- three parts, so
1: then to clarify, the three part
3: solution to the state is all within number
1: one is what you're saying. Correct. Okay. Correct. Okay. okay. So I don't have to wait for Parts 2 and 3 to get the whole solution.
3: Got it. Right, right. Um, originally, this was a, a parody, or actually a lot of Part 2 was taken, uh, just almost copy and paste and then modify a little bit from a from a 1947, 44, no, it must have been 44 uh, OSS field manual called subversion and sabotage field manual number one. Hmm. So, uh, and I almost used the SSOs, um, or OSS, I'm sorry, I almost used the OSS's symbol on the front cover, oh, but it's so like obscure that. that, yeah, that would probably have caused more trouble and, <laughs> yeah. uh, nobody would recognize it anyway because right. the OSS became the CIA right. and everybody, the OSS went down the, the memory hole and none of us remember that anymore. So,
2: yeah, it's interesting that they published a book with the intention of overthrowing, uh, you know, governments, and then <laughs> essentially all you're doing is reprinting and updating their book on how to overthrow <laughs> governments.
3: Yeah, exactly. There's a point in the book where I say if you want to know how to do something, you have to find somebody who does it well and copy them. And so, who is the best at perverting religion, at destroying cultures, at uh, at 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 killing? a government whether it's aggressive or not who's the best at doing it it's the state it's other governments Hmm. and our government our government like i got a mouse in my pocket like i own the government right (laughs) but the united states government wrote a field manual on how to do it and so why not just take that
4: and just revise it and fix it and that's how it's done just like the state wants they've
2: done all the research they're the pros yeah Oh, they're the pros. They've done it so many times. Uh, it's not yeah. just research. This is, uh, you know, this is hard. One uh, resources for actually doing it. They've done it so many times, as Central America and the Middle East. Yeah,
1: I'm excited to uh, to read this. I might have to put Vermin Supreme's book on hold and uh, and, and start into uh, to yours, Bad Quaker. Uh, anything else you want to share with I our pony, our audience tonight?
3: Uh, yeah, I've got a brand new project. I'll just well, shout hold on the name. Of hold it on, real quick. Let's
1: talk about it here, if you want. If you want, stand by we we'll, uh, okay. if you got time, we'll bring it back. Yeah. Uh, more with Bad Quaker. He is Ben Stone, badquaker.com. You can go and download the PDF of Sedition, Subversion, and Sabotage, field manual number one. And there may not be a second one because that's kind of a fun title. We're coming up here. This is Free Talk Live. It is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves. You can dial in toll-free. You can bring up whatever you want. Our number here is 855-450-FREE. That's 855-450-3733. We've got uh, bad, st- uh, bad Stone. We've got Bad Quaker, <laughs> a.k.a. Ben Stone, on the line with us here. And he is calling us from who knows where. Uh, you still traveling around the country? I know last time you were up here, you were, like, floating about in an RV.
3: Yeah, we spent... Uh, I. I can't remember, four or five years, uh, just traveling in the RV, moving from place to place and uh, meeting with people and having a lot of fun. But I'm back in Ohio. We're uh, doing a bunch of work on our house and hopefully we'll sell that and go back on the road again.
1: Uh Maybe we will be so fortunate to uh, see you back up here in New Hampshire one of these days. Uh, It's, by the way, Ian, Jay and Mark in the studio. You were about to tell us, uh, Bad Quaker, that, of course... Worth mentioning your book one more time, Sedition, Subversion, and Sabotage, Field Manual Number 1. You can go to badquaker.com. You can download it for free. You can also buy it in uh, real life, and you can uh, listen to the audiobook for free as well. But you are about to tell us what you're getting into these days.
3: Yeah. Um, we've got a – excuse me. We've got a new um, program that we're putting on or a, a new uh, uh, <laughs> a new company, actually. It's going to be – this is – we think it's going to be pretty big. It's called Room for Freedom, Room the number four, and then Freedom. And you can you can find it at roomforfreedom.com. And what we're looking at doing is essentially we're going to be putting together a, a, a business model that will compete directly with Airbnb, Craigslist, and kinda have the flavor of the old original Silk Road. Hmm. Except the difference between us and all of those will be that at Room for Freedom we're not going to have, we're not going to act as the middleman exchange in the money situation. So we're not going to know who buys, who, who buys what from who we're, all we're going to do is put people together. So like room, uh, like, uh, uh Airbnb. What's it called what's Yeah, like Airbnb, Airbnb works as the middleman. So what they do is they connect the host and the traveler
6: mm-hmm.
3: and then they charge, uh, the host or they charge the traveler. And then they give the host a cut of that. So what that does is it creates a, a paper trail um, for anybody, any corporation they want to sell that information to, any government they want to hand that information to, anybody, or any hacker that can get into their stuff. They've created a paper trail of every single person, where they traveled, where they landed, how much they paid for room or, or whatever it was that they got, and how much was collected by the host. All that information uh, is collected. Is made a record of. So with Room for Freedom, what we do is we connect the two. Everything is under heavy encryption. Mm. And as soon as the connections are made, the encryption wipes out all the the record of the connection. Now, uh, there will be a system of rating so that hosts can rate travelers and travelers can, can rate hosts. And I'm using the word host and traveler, but you can fill in customer, and, uh, seller, or you can put in, you know, whatever words you're comfortable with that because we're not really, um, we're not really regulating, um, what, what adult activity you do. That's not our business. Hmm, pricing.
2: Uh, I mean, there's, there's a yeah. no regulation on pricing. So therefore you could be offering free rooms to people who travel sure. around. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Or, you know, maybe, uh, maybe you have a, uh, a farm and you would really like a new roof on one of your shed buildings. And yeah, but you it don't sounds have like you've the been to my
2: place. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I
3: have. <laughs> I love your place. But uh, but so you you put out a listing that's looking for somebody who can do a roof. You'll provide the material. They'll provide the the labor and you'll let them park their motorhome on your property for the next three months or something for free or whatever. And you'll give them free electricity or you'll charge them, you know, ten dollars a month for electricity or whatever you think is fair. And and that allows people to connect under under real agorism, under true agorism, hmm. without anybody looking over your shoulder, making notes of it, and you know, and squealing that off to somebody else that you might not necessarily want to know that.
1: So, how will this be monetized for the creators, or will it just be this project that you're doing for the good of uh, all humanity? How's that going to work?
3: We've got a business model uh, where we have a guy who does, who, who looks at businesses and prices them and, and puts businesses in the hands of people who want to buy businesses. So we've got this guy, he's looked the model over and he's come up with some pretty impressive numbers that this is going to be worth within the next three to five years. Mm -hmm. And the way that we're uh, making money off of it, we will be charging a very small fee to the traveler and as time goes, that fee may, may be become really small. We want everybody to have some investment in it. So, uh, if you pay something for something, it's worth something, but something right. that's free is, is it, it in, in a merchandise situation, it loses a lot of its value. Yep. But that's on true. the, on the part of the host, the host may be making a lot of money off of whatever it is that they're hosting. So we take a, a larger cut from them and the prices are available on our um on our um what's it called indiegogo <laughs> you can get to oh. our indiegogo page from uh, room for freedom so all of our Where, prices. Know,
1: are- hold on when you say room for freedom what's is there a website associated with that already what yeah room is that?
3: room for room
1: the number four or the room ru- or the word for
3: yeah room the number four freedom.com okay and you can find links to our indiegogo campaign there and you can actually get discounts on on pre-membership, and as soon as we launch the full thing, then uh, y- you know we'll honor that membership at that time. Cool. And I might say we have the honor of our first customer being uh, Lynn Ulbrich, the uh, yeah. in, the mother of uh, of Ross. That's pretty awesome. And Ross Ulbricht, the uh,
1: founder of the Silk Road, who is sadly right now inside federal prison, uh, sentenced to the rest of his life and a second life beyond that. Uh, plus forty years, I think, for the dastardly crime of creating a website. Now, Ben, uh, you're obviously putting your name on this. Are you worried that you're going to be the next uh, Ross Ulbricht here?
3: <laughs> We're putting a lot of effort with offshore hosting, and um, the eventual product will be offshore hosted, mm-hmm. and mo- possibly in multiple offshore locations. And uh, I'm I'm my title in this is spokesmodel. I'm basically Vanna White. Just touching the letters <laughs> and wearing the high heels. You know, you guys know what I look like. You know mm-hmm. how stunning I am in a, in, a, in handsome. A...
2: <laughs> I want to know how people can get these stickers that I got. Um, I recently got a bad Quaker sticker with my book. It came here, with the book, yeah. And yeah. it is a, frankly, quite uh, dashing with your, your big Quaker hat on, your giant <laughs> beard, uh, the big the gun slung over your shoulder. I don't see any high heels in that one, but it's among the best stickers I've seen it's recently. Sweet. It's yeah. It's pretty good looking.
3: We have a few of those left that we're sending out with books. Right. Uh, we probably should reorder those.
1: So you got to
2: go to badquaker.com
1: and order a book in order to do that. So, all, right, all right, so Room for Freedom, Room, the number four, freedom.com. There's an indiegogo going there, and you can go to learn more about this. It sounds very exciting, and I, I definitely would love to have you continue to kind of update us as this develops, especially as it gets close to, uh, to becoming a reality.
3: Yeah, we're looking for a launch date. We're hoping for this summer to be the launch okay. of at least of the beta product.
2: Well, if you uh, need to reach uh, lots of travelers, I know a good place to reach about 300,000 people in a given week that gives extra discounts to anybody who has a Liberty <laughs> project. Ooh, explain. <laughs> it's called Free Talk Live. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, uh, Ben I got ben
4: a question Stone? for him. Oh, yeah, please. Hey, uh, so Ben, I had heard some rumors that you were going to be on uh, the Freedom Fiends. And I thought I heard you one night a little bit, but I didn't really listen much to it. Are are you um, getting on there quite often, or
3: uh, right now? Michael and I are doing. We're trying to do one show a month, and we'll probably increase that at some point. Uh, part of that is due to how busy Michael is, and the fact that I I don't I can't physically be up in the middle of the night. I mm-hmm. kind of turn into a you know a, a babbling idiot by about nine thirty or ten o'clock. So. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have to coordinate, uh, you know, when it's good for Michael to record during the day. Um, hopefully we'll increase more than once a month, but, uh, for now that's what it is. Well, a little bit
1: is better than nothing. Glad to hear you back. And where there. can people go get, uh, old episodes?
3: Uh, go to badquaker.com. There's, uh, archives along the uh, right hand side of the website it goes month by month by month. And, um, where else really uh, some
1: great uh evergreen liberty content i mean really
4: good info that's going to be you know solid for a long time yeah uh, your podcasts are always well thought out and yeah. very good put together and i'll tell you my my very favorite freedom fiends episodes are either with you or james babbs I, I mean you guys <laughs> you know do a great i'd love to have an episode where you and james are on uh once in a while because i i think that would just be great I love James. He's a great guy.
1: Yep, he really is. All right, Ben Stone, badquaker.com. Thanks for coming on tonight. I appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Thanks for the call. And uh, hopefully we'll hear from him again soon with uh, more updates on the Room for Freedom. Sounds very promising.
2: Yep, sounds I interesting. Say. Uh, a lot, it sounds a lot like Cell Four One One, the way they came in and uh, basically redid Uber and Lyft's uh, model, where yeah, without yeah. Uh, you know without having a whole bunch of uh, red tape, uh, you know, costs involved or anything like that, you just make a deal with somebody for a ride. You can go to uh, what get
1: cell Yeah, that's right. They have ride sharing in there now, but the main point of the app is emergency alerts. Which, of course, Uber and don't The Liz main point do. of the
2: app is whatever you use it for. <laughs> yeah, that's true.
1: Uh, 855-450-FREE. And I've used it for all of those things. Sent an emergency alert uh, yesterday. And uh, because I got pulled over, as I explained last night, on the show. All right, so more coming up here. Hour number two is on the way. 855-450-FREE. You can join us on Free Talk
5: Live.
7: North to Port is a
5: Liberty-inspired fiction podcast about a band on tour. Each episode chronicles the band's adventures in the form of a radio interview at a tour stop location. Listen as North to Port explores Liberty themes in friendly ways, with humor and music. To listen to the podcast and the accompanying album, please visit NorthToPort.com. That's n-o-r-t-h-t-o-p-o-r-t.com, Or just search North to Port in your favorite podcatcher.
1: talk live you can dial in toll free you can take control of the airwaves you can bring up whatever's on your mind with you in the studio you've got ian jay and mark all right so uh, still to come and uh, more on press freedoms that's what we started the show with tonight and there's more to say about that uh mark you wanted an update on the raid that happened here in the studio over a year ago now uh we can talk about that as well plus what's going on in venezuela where the body count is now up to 29 people dead in the streets as protests are ongoing there against the status quo. Uh, Let's go to your calls and thoughts. First, though, we've got John. He's in New York. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, John.
8: Hey, what's going on, man?
1: Hey, we're doing a radio show. Go ahead.
8: All right. Uh, Basically, I wanted to talk about the flat earth, man.
1: Uh, Why is that?
8: Uh, because I had a couple questions about it, you know, because usually I believe in the globe as well.
1: Well, we don't believe in the flat Earth, so, you know, you, I guess you could sort of ask your questions into uh, the radio and, you know, see if anybody can. We've answer had them.
2: callers, and uh, yeah. we, might, we might be able to say what they've said. Yeah. I got a flat Earth opinion. And, I mean, the questions
8: that I got is basically about the horizon. Well, there's a lot of questions, but basically, first with the horizon. I was wondering why does the horizon look the same and flat three hundred sixty degrees around when you're at a hundred thousand feet and at sea level? It basically
2: looks the same at sea level as it does at a hundred thousand feet up in the air. I've never been up that's ridiculous on a
8: ball with a circumference um, of twenty five thousand.
2: I've never I, been uh, on uh, up a hundred thousand feet, so uh, thirty thousand feet in an airplane and. I think some of the difficulty with the airplane is is that uh, you've got a window in between you and them. But I've seen what I thought to be a curvature of the Earth at thirty thousand. feet.
1: Yeah, most pilots will tell you that they can see the curvature of
8: the Earth. I've
2: seen well, people well,
8: do. I, I didn't see it at hundred thousand feet. I sent a
1: How camera. How did you get up to hundred?
2: Helium... What were you in that, that traveled a hundred thousand feet up to a hundred thousand? 000... I
8: sent a camera with a helium balloon up in the air. There, there's several experiments on YouTube that also have that same experiment. But I did it myself, of course, because you know. I'm not going to just take anything I see mm-hmm. and believe it. Mm-hmm. There, and there's much more questions, by the way. This is just one.
1: No. We don't have time for a whole bunch, but well, you can go with another I, one. I guess I've got a counter
2: question. Um, so, you know, I sail boats. Um, I've sailed my boat uh, crossing, you know, parts of the Atlantic Ocean, that sort of thing. Talk to a lot of people who've done a lot of crossings. And what I've seen for the uh, what the what the guess of how big the uh, what, what the what the globe looks like or the the flat earth looks like right um uh. the distance between say sweden and uh, and um greenland is about the same distance as it is from africa to uh to south america right like give or take on the globe it's about the same distance but on the flat earth it would have to be significantly farther I know people who've traveled these uh, distances and they've never commented on the disparity. So that's one of the things that sort of leads me to believe. I mean, that's an experiment that one can do oneself. It's not cheap by any stretch of the imagination, uh, but, you know, one can do the experiment and find out that, uh, you know, in, the, in that case, that the evidence leads leads one to believe that the globe is in, that in fact is a globe, not a flat Earth.
8: I mean, that we don't... We be wrong by what they project the flat earth map to be because they everybody's been lied to and nobody's truly been shown what it truly Well why like. don't these flat earthers so put some money behind be wrong, You know I am that that just doesn't answer my horizon question at all Yeah I'm, no, I'm no. glad to hear that uh well, you, another huge your, question that I have
2: In your horizon question I uh, I'm happy to hear your, your your next question Your in your horizon question we have to take what you've said uh, for fact, and you know, if we did that here, oh, they... no, you
8: really don't. There are there are hundreds of YouTube videos of people doing the same exact experiment that I just did, uh, even I, I, at higher
2: altitude. I understand, but I haven't watched the, those. The horizon
8: literally looks the same as if like you're at sea level. That's like retarded. Excuse my language.
2: No, so. I don't know if that's okay. Go ahead.
8: All right, and second of all, the second um, question that I'd like to ask is um, gravity. Um does gravity have the ability to pick and choose? Because I don't see how Clearly a force not. so strong to hold down the oceans and hold down everything and hold down us and affect us so much but yet birds can just fly in the air like that.
1: Maybe you should learn something about flight. Birds? Thank you for the call. <laughs> Well, that's
2: uh, airfoils and how um, there's lift. Uh, I mean, that's just aerodynamics, the kind that we're taught in ridiculous uh, science class. I
1: mean, the fact that uh, people spend their time on this stuff is really a uh, a real indication of how truly wealthy we are in the world today, and in specifically in this this society. I mean, there are people out there. I'm looking there.
2: at a launch here, a near-space weather balloon launch with GoPro to 109,000 feet, and I see a clear and distinct uh, curvature in the horizon. Yeah.
1: Well, Mark, you didn't do it yourself, so therefore you can't uh, know what you're seeing I mean, is actually real.
2: <laughs> I, I, well, I, I suppose somebody could be lying to me, there's no doubt, yeah. but... It's okay, ridiculous. take a look at this. Does that look like a curvature? To, in the earth to it, you
4: it sure does and yeah. and i believe when Ridiculous. i i fly to colorado a lot and i've looked out the window and i'm pretty sure that it looks like there's a curvature when you're you know and i've been up my buddy's got a piper cub and i've been up and at with him before and mm-hmm. I, I don't know how high we went in that one but i know what well, a commercial airplanes like thirty four thousand feet or something and it, i i don't know looks like there's a curvature to me absolutely i mean to to say that every
1: pilot who's ever commented on this is somehow a liar or you know can't see
2: straight or whatever it's ridiculous and sailors um so i've also seen experiments to show that there's a curvature just on the horizon um, at, sea level, at sea level but yeah. i yeah. i I don't know. I can't comment on it. i It's. It's be obviously going to be very slight, but um, I, I am looking at this. Sometimes when so it's on a balloon, and sometimes as it passes through the uh, the app, just sort of the eye, it's a little. There's a little warp to the uh, the camera. There are right. portions of it that look flat. So mm-hmm. then, therefore, one could claim see the Earth's flat, and it only looks sometimes it looks curved. You know, it's just uh, at that point it's perception. So well, I don't know.
4: Did I ever tell you guys what I think this flat earth theory stuff is about? Um, getting no, people to so. concentrate
2: on Just wasting stupid people's stuff time so that they I yeah. mean if this is dumber so, than sports. Yeah.
4: So, so if the flat earth theory is like a real thing, so I've listened to a lot of conspiracy theory stuff in my life. I've listened to a lot of Alex Jones over the years and all these like conspiracy theory guys always talk about how the the people who are in charge, the elite, will release tidbits of information because I don't know, their, you know, overlord requires them to or something. But I kind of think that the flat earth is, 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 really this paper earth. Like when, when the baby's first born, the ba- baby's feet, the first earth it steps on is this earth of the state, this piece of paper birth certificate. They put a foot footprint on it, put a drop of blip blood on a lower part of the birth certificate. And then that birth certificate is created by this other paper entity, which is just a two dimensional world. As far as I'm concerned, if you want to start talking about like corporations and trusts and these names on paper, I mean, that, it's flat, and they are literally calling in some of this research I've done. They literally call the birth certificate in legal writings as a landed estate, and that has, uh, or, or the first land baby's uh, feet have, you know, stepped on. It. Therefore, you know, um, but that's really esoteric. But yeah, but I mean, it's just this flat earth theory is like, you know, I, I always say to people, like when I was talking to some guys today about land, I want to remove. This property uh, in Grafton that I'm gonna gonna buy for my tax project mm. from the county, and one guy's like, "What are you talking about?" And the other guy goes, "Oh yeah, that's a great idea. Get get it out of the county, you know, because the county is just the county of Grafton. It's just a it's just a name on a piece of it's paper. It's an
1: idea. That's all it is. Yeah, it's an idea. It's it, a
4: belief system. It's a religion. It, yeah, and and I want to remove this property from that county. Mm-hmm. How do I do that? I don't know yet. You're gonna than, try to find I'm out. gonna Try to find out. And, <laughs> and that was one of the things I asked the town clerk about today, and. Oh boy, she didn't want to hear she nothing didn't want to about talk that. Talk about that, you know? Yeah. Hey, could you help me? I want to remove some property from the county. When yeah, I buy they don't it.
1: want to help you with that. <laughs> oh no, because oh, no. that would mean fewer tax dollars coming into their coffers.
4: At least that's the way they see it. Right? So, I th- that's as much thought as I put into the flat Earth. Oh, maybe what they're really talking about is just flat Earth paper world. Because in some stuff, before I even heard anything about this flat Earth stuff people were calling you know a two-dimensional world this corporate world where all the fictions are
1: yeah i think that's uh that's an interesting uh interpretation but i'm pretty sure all these people who are calling about the flat earth have never heard of that uh and they just they're just completely uh in conspiracy theory land into the most ridiculous conspiracy theory i think i've ever heard of that would require thousands upon thousands of people to participate to keep it quiet it's insane more coming up free talk live Free Talk Live. The toll-free number here is 855-450-FREE. That's 855-450-3733. We do have Skype, so you can Skype on in here and bring up anything that you want. Our Skype username is lrn.fm.
2: So I uh, was exchanging emails today with uh, Russell Cox of uh, the Whole Food Multi-Complete, which is a vitamin supplement that I've been taken for some time now. Uh, he calls it a multi and I think it's best called a multi because, uh, it's not a multivitamin because it contains probiotics, enzymes, antioxidants, and all kinds of other nutrients that your body needs. But, um, I was trying to get together. He had said something to me uh, basically to indicate that uh, Free Talk Live has been very, very successful for him as far as advertising goes. Glad to hear it. Like a superlative kind of successful. So today um, I've got a a statement from him here. It says Free Talk Live performed better dollar for dollar than any ad venue I have tried up to this point, including behemoths like Google AdWords. Wow. All right. So and I think that's because of my endorsement. And the reason and I'm not trying to be vain here what I'm trying to say is is I believe <laughs> I've endorsed this well in saying things like look I'm going to buy this product whether um, it's you know whether, whether they're advertising on the show or not. This is a new part of my lifestyle. It's changed my life in a couple of ways and Yeah, you said you lost a little bit of weight. Yeah, I lost a little bit of weight, which was just a wild aspect of this i didn't mm. expect to do that but i lost somewhere between 10 and 15 pounds i wasn't keeping close track it's not advertised
1: as a as a weight loss it's
2: not but the reality is is that a good probiotic for mo- for many people i'm not going to say i would say most i think it's reasonably uh, safe to say most people will uh, cause their digestion to be improved such that they lose some weight i don't know how it works entirely but watch uh, the gut your second brain and you'll get some kind of insight like i did mm. Now, also one of the great aspects is is this takes a bunch of uh, supplements that would otherwise cost you about $150 a month, quality supplements, and brings them down into one significantly less costly. And all you have to do is go to simplifymysupplements.com to learn more. Please, if you have any interest and – you should because it's your body. You only get one. It's gonna. You're going to be here about 75 years. You want to bump that up to something like, I don't know, 80. You're going to have to take good care of it, and this is one of the ways you can do it. Go and look at the ingredients list at simplifymysupplements.com. Enter coupon code FTL when you order to save 30% off your first order. That's cost for him. So he just wants you to try it and see – how it works for you and then you can continue on you know there'll be profit for him in the future but he's uh, hoping at this point that uh, you'll be satisfied and your satisfaction is guaranteed or your money back simplify my supplements.com coupon code ftl they accept bitcoin and free shippings on, on orders of 60 dollars or more
1: all right let's go to your calls and thoughts liberty lover is on the line in
7: ohio on skype hello hey what's up hey what's on your mind I discovered today, when reading through some of the laws in my state, that we have something that sounds ridiculous to me. It's called failure to report and failure to intervene. Hmm. Tell me more. If you witness a crime, you have to report it apparently, or else you're in trouble. Whoa. And from what I've seen, if somebody is getting in, uh, assaulted in front of you, apparently you have to intervene.
2: Really? Yes. I know that they have reading. things like this for uh, you know first responders and that sort of thing. That uh, if somebody's dying, you have to give them CPR and you can't just stand there and watch them die. Uh, but you know, I, I don't know that I don't know how it works for other people, other other places. I mean,
1: that seems like a really crazy thing to have as a law because I mean, to expect the average person to be able to intervene in a physical altercation uh, is pretty unreasonable. I guess you could yell. Does that count? I was, yeah,
7: I have to ask them.
4: I don't know no. if my eighty-four-year-old grandmother is, is hobbling along her walker, you know, down the street and sees some dude in an alley beating a girl up. There ain't too much she can really do about it, and I don't even think she has a cell phone. Right. You know,
7: walkers are pretty heavy. <laughs>
4: wow. <Well.
1: laughs> now, do you know how did you find out about this? I mean, has
7: there been any kind of news where someone has been charged with these things? It, it was brought to it was brought to my attention by my grandmother. She spends entirely too much time reading up on this, and apparently, huh. Ohio Revised Code two nine two one dot two two has this. It also has something where you have to <laughs> report a burn injury. Wow. So if you get burned, you can't like keep it quiet.
1: You know, uh, a lot of these government laws they or statutes. They don't ever get challenged, so I mean these may be blatantly unconstitutional, and if no one's ever taken it to court, if they first of all, if they've never charged anyone with it, I mean I imagine they have, but uh, if they you know if they charge somebody with it and they don't challenge it, then it sticks until somebody actually takes it up to the Supreme Court or the Ohio Supreme Court and they overturn it, or the the. US Supreme Court
7: uh, overturns it uh, it's, I, I, go ahead. I've just never seen anything like this. Like, if I stick my hand in a campfire and don't report it, I get in trouble.
2: Well, they're, the 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 thing about many of these laws is, is they don't pull them off the books because they know that they can't be enforced in the first place. I've talked to legislators about stupid, archaic laws, and they're like, yeah, whatever. They don't care. When was the last time somebody got arrested for this? What am I supposed to do? Mm-hmm. Well, repeal it is what they're supposed they're to do. They're not going to.
1: Uh, except oh, that's prov-
7: too much work.
1: So I've got the Ohio governor or go- go- Ohio.gov site here, their Ohio Laws and Rules, so-called, or what they call their Ohio Revised Code, O-R-C, as you uh, suggested. No person, knowing that a felony has been or is being committed, shall knowingly fail to report such information to law enforcement authorities. Now
2: that everything's a felony, uh, you just have to report everything.
1: No person knowing that a violation of the Division B or is, uh, has been or is being committed or that the person has received information derived from such a violation shall knowingly fail to report the violation to law enforcement authorities. So, yeah, it looks like you're pretty much pretty much what you said. It's that, on the it, books. It, it, that applies
7: and to it, persons. It, yeah. And what it says about burn injuries, though, I don't even know why that's even there. Like if you get burned, you have to tell somebody about it. What is the point of that? So if I burn my finger on the stove when I'm cooking an egg, I have to like immediately call the police?
1: I don't know, man. I don't know. Now I'm, I'm wondering if there's something like this in New Hampshire because a lot of these these boiler statutes plate. are boilerplate. They come from one state and then the other states just kind of carbon copy it and they put it into their statutes. So I,
7: I, I can know. just imagine the job of somebody uh, on the phone. Yeah, I was just cooking bacon this morning and my shirt <laughs> was off myself. and grease jumped out <laughs> on me.
1: It's ridiculous. Uh, hey, thanks for bringing that up, uh, Liberty Lover. Anything else you want to share?
7: Uh, that's about it. Thanks right. for having me on, Dan. Appreciate
1: Ian. the call. Our toll-free number here is 855-450-FREE. Look, if you have the freedom of speech, should that not also include the freedom to not speak? Yes. Yeah. It would seem that way, but, but we are in a, in a place where now you have It's to- getting more and more so that, no, you don't have an option.
4: Yeah, rights generally are whether you choose to use them or not. You, know, you, don't, you can't be forced to exercise a right.
1: Right. Now, you mentioned that this only applies to persons, uh, Jay. And uh, the thing is, you can frequently find person defined within statutes
4: as a human being or a you I, know human. I've never, ever seen anywhere in a statute where it defines a person as a man, a woman, a human or a human being. In In this statute, it says... Individuals, firms, companies, businesses, individual trust, would states. would uh, qualify. And, and I've looked up individual in other states. I, I couldn't find it in Ohio here. Mm. And it says individual is a person, a corporation, a trust, association, like a, a circular definition.
1: I don't know. I've, I've, I swear I've seen it somewhere. But let's continue here. Our toll-free number here is 855-450-FREE. That's 855-450-3733. And again, convincing the judge that you're not a person is also a whole other story. Bitcoin.com is of
5: the opinion that the current Bitcoin Core development team is not taking satisfactory steps to ensure the growth and advancement of Bitcoin in accordance with Satoshi's vision. As community efforts to resolve these problems have failed, it is necessary to resolve them with a different approach. By using subreddit r slash BTC instead of r slash Bitcoin and running Bitcoin Unlimited, you are casting a vote against the current development team. Learn more at Bitcoin.com. That's Bitcoin.com.
1: Free Talk Live. You may dial toll free and join us right here. Our number is 855 450 free. That's 855 450 3733. So I was looking for this failure failure to report a crime statute. Couldn't find one in New Hampshire. Uh, but I did find one about failure to report injuries, meaning that if, uh, if you are treating someone for a gunshot wound or, quote, any other injury that you believe to have been caused by a criminal act, uh, if you fail to notify a law enforcement official of all of the information that you possess concerning that injury, that would be a misdemeanor charge in New Hampshire. So I guess pointed at the idea of, you know, some criminal finding a doctor and having him patch him up. A veterinarian. And, yeah, right, right. <laughs> That's what they do in the movies, at least, right? Police, right. right? Uh, and that would be a crime if they don't immediately report that uh, to the so called authorities. And, Mark, you had said that you believe that that would be unconstitutional? Well, it would seem like it. Our toll free number here is 855 450 free. That's 855 450 3733. Let's go to Skype where Rectify is on the line. Hello, Rectify.
9: Hey, guys. uh, More observations. I I, I brought up a couple about this flat Earth uh, supposed conspiracy or revision on our history. And uh, there's a couple observations I wanted to bring to the table just to see scientific minds um, reflect on uh, what I've observed. And uh, if that's okay. And I've got about two or three of them, if that's chill.
2: I don't know. You can try one. We'll see how it goes. We've got this time for it. Go ahead. Try one.
9: All right. Well, the first one is I, I live on, you know, the Southern Californian coast. And when it's a clear day, I can see Catalina Island. And according to the trigonometry that we've been presented with, um, the curvature of our Earth should be eight inches per mile squared. Um, and therefore, my, my viewpoint of this island should be hundreds of feet below this suggested curvature. Um, and another viewpoint my actual father brought to my attention, which he, he's, uh, you know, fed he, he, all, all through his life. He was a Vietnam veteran and worked for the FAA and all this stuff. But he, he says aircraft never have to uh, accentuate further altitude. In, in other words, to, to account for a curvature. Um, and, and he also told me that railroads... And, and bridges are never uh, they never use that same math I brought up formerly, you know, eight inches per square or excuse me, eight inches per mile square. Uh, they never use that when accounting for building s- superstructures like railways and, and highways. And, and a third fact that my father brought... I wouldn't think you attention. would have
2: to on a highway or a railroad. I mean, <laughs> they're lay, they're sitting on the, the, the ground. I mean, you know, it's just concrete. It's going to have, or, you know it's going to be asphalt it's going to sh- shape to the earth right
9: have we ever visualized Who's have we? we ever seen mars or Who's venus we? on the horizon you and i right? thousands, thousands i've seen of mars miles.
2: yeah
9: right why don't we ever see flying stars going upward between our viewpoint of of these celestial bodies
2: why don't we see flying uh, stars we never going do if, upward. We're,
9: if we're on a ball if we're on a ball well because the flying stars, stars
2: are usually just little bits of things coming through the atmosphere so they're headed towards us i mean they streak and but i mean i guess everything are coming ball, down
9: right are so, uh, looking over there at, at venus that's millions of miles away Shouldn't you be able to see things flying up in between us and Venus?
2: No. Can you tell me, uh, you know, what there's? There's no atmosphere between us and Venus, it so nothing. To things light not going to be on fire. Most of the people who so are calling
1: right about there. this flat Earth stuff really don't know much about uh, science, and I can't say I know a whole lot about it. So, I mean, I, I went to you know some basic science classes, and even I can can poke some holes in this. Now, what did you say about Catalina Island? That's an island off the coast of California. Um, It's 22 miles away from the coast. You said, uh, where are you in California? You're right off the the coast coast. of
9: it? Right. It should be hundreds of feet below my my No, dude, you're
1: getting your math messed up. You said it was 8 inches per square mile. It should be 160 inches.
9: Per per mile squared.
1: So what is per
4: mile squared? How
1: does that translate to 100 (laughs) miles? What?
4: 22 times 8 inches. The, yeah,
9: that's a hundred visuals. There's visuals of Chicago uh, skyline and skyscraper uh, from Detroit area. Look, your numbers uh,
1: are wrong, dude. You don't know what you're talking about.
9: Which should okay. be impossible. It should be impossible right. to see Detroit from Chicago. Well, well, look, hold on. You you I, I, I got up. a
2: question. What the F difference does it make?
9: Oh, here I'll tell you the reasoning. I want to know, for God's
2: sakes, why okay. have I been lied to right, my whole here life? Is.
9: Here it is. This tell is me. Is it. They're going to fool you all. Remember Who's that they? series V. Who is they? The, whoever rule the fallen angels that rule this world. All right, right? is Is that, is that literal? Don't hang up on me. Is it 33? literal, or
2: are you yes. just kind of saying literally?
9: Things? Fallen literally. angels. All right. Yes, they're going to. They 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 have these UFOs. They have zero point technology. They run our governments. They run our media. They run everything at the top. They hide behind the Jews, okay? And oh, any boy. other... All right,
1: then. Well, Devin, have a nice it. day. <laughs> toll-free number 855-450-FREE. So is he trolling Mark, or is he for That real? guy is nuts. Okay. Uh, toll-free number 855-450-3733. You can take control of the airwaves. Don't worry. There's another one. Here he is, Joe, in Lakeside, California. You're on Free Talk Live.
0: Hey, I had to uh, kill a dead horse, but... Uh... Mark, you said you went sailing a little bit off the coast. Uh, I had a great experiment off of uh, Panama City, Florida. I went on a uh, sailboat, and the guy showed me the coolest thing. We went out a little bit, and uh, he said, Now, remember this motel when we're leaving? You know, it's 12 stories. And we go out a little bit, and uh, it didn't look 12 stories, it looked about one story. And then the other end, he said, "See that motel? It looks like one story. We're gonna go down there. It's gonna be twelve stories. We were like in the middle, and that right there shows the curve. If that made any sense."
1: Oh, so you're actually you're actually supporting the curve? Thank goodness. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, oh, man, I, I, I jumped to a conclusion. I ap- I want to apologize to you, uh-huh. uh, Joe. Usually, the only people that have the subject line of flat Earth on our call screening software are a bunch of crackpots. Uh, that, uh, that okay. believe in this nonsense. Thank goodness. Thank goodness the same caller tonight.
0: There you go. Did Mark ever notice that though when he was sailing off
1: the
2: coast? I never paid that much attention, mostly when I was sailing off the coast. I mean, I, I, I have an expectation that the world is going to be round, right? Like I, I, right. I realize that I live in this. No one had ever, I, I had never seriously considered the notion that it was not uh, you know, round or some close facsimile to the shape round or spherical. So I didn't really look in that way. But, um, you know, mostly what we would do is we just kind of see the the, the beach off to the side. I'd notice that you wouldn't be able to see the beach before you – you'd see the trees before you saw the beach. So, I mean, I suppose that would show to some extent that there might be a curvature.
0: Correct. I was on the hold a long time, and I just want to thank you for making me study something. I did not know you – you did an advertisement about probiotics. And so I didn't know what probiotics was, so I Googled it. And I did not realize I needed that stuff in my body to clean my body out. So I appreciate you letting me know I need to start doing a little bit of body cleaning.
2: The easiest way to do it is this uh, simplifymysupplements.com. Um, I mean, I've... Code FTL. Yeah, code FTL. All I did was take right. it um, as they pres- as they uh, prescribe there for, uh, I think it was... Uh, three or four weeks and i didn't even realize i had lost weight uh but i I did
0: right well we don't need to just lose weight according to what i read was we needed to make sure we're healthy yeah and uh, we don't realize that just food does not take care of our insides like it's supposed to yeah you've got it i appreciate you you teaching me something well thank
2: thank you Thank uh, you, Joe. you the call man. I
4: appreciate Joe, have it. a
0: great day. Yep, you too. Right.
4: a few weeks ago, Mark and I watched a, a little mini documentary on gut health mm. that was explaining about how to, certain bacterias can like, and you know, things in your gut can contribute to certain ways you know your mood is and how you're feeling and yeah, it's uh, the and they talked about how there's your gut is like a second brain you know for your body and how it's like connected to your brain. It was really interesting.
1: According to RationalWiki.org. Uh, the uh, caller who was on the line with us here, by the way, Rectify, he mentions uh, in his Skype text, Project Bluebeam, Grand Deception. And I thought, that sounds familiar. When will we hear about this crack pottery before? Uh, apparently, it is a conspiracy theory that claims that NASA is attempting to implement a New Age religion with the Antichrist at its head and start the New World Order via a technologically simulated second coming. Yeah, more coming up. Free Talk Live. free talk live and you can bring up anything you want our number here 855 450 free that's 855 450 3733 and you can join us online anytime you want over at freetalklive.com how'd you like to try out what might be the best pillow you'll ever use and you can try it out for a 60 day money back guarantee window of time by going to mypillow.com and using code FTL. Now there is a slight amount of risk in that if you don't like it, you do have to pay to ship it back because, well, that's just how things tend to work uh, in life. But uh, they're guaranteeing their product. They're guaranteeing you're going to love my pillow. As Mark, you and I both love ours. Absolutely, my pillow. You can go to Mark or not Mark. You can go to mypillow.com. Use code FTL and you get the half off discount, fifty percent off, because you're a Free Talk Live listener. So one at half off, or two for the price of one, however you want to look at that. Unlike a regular pillow, which of course just continues over the years to collect all manner of dust and detritus uh, inside of it, well, the My Pillow is actually washable. You can put it in your washer and the dryer, and more importantly, it's designed to fit to the shape of your body and hold your neck in the proper position. I love mine. It's great. You can try one out for yourself at MyPillow.com. Use code FTL. Our listeners who have the MyPillow have raved about them uh, thus far, and it's also guaranteed to last 10 years. So it's a pretty serious warranty. MyPillow.com. Code FTL as we continue with your calls and thoughts. we got Robert in Philadelphia. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Robert. Hey,
10: guys. How are you doing tonight? What's
1: um, on your mind? So
10: a few weeks ago, uh, Ian uh, mentioned uh, how our education system is based off of uh, the Prussian system, and I found that very interesting. And I, I dived in. And I read a couple articles about it, and I just all these things just started to make sense. Like I, I never liked going to school when I was younger. I, I hated mm. being forced to go. I felt like I was manipulated while I was there, and it just uh, the things in these articles just made a whole lot of things uh, made made a lot of sense to me. Yeah. John
1: Taylor Gatto, for listeners that that want to learn about this, uh, that's who kind of turned me on to the idea of the Prussian model was John Taylor Gatto. And he's, I think he's still kicking out there, but he's really old uh, at this point and and, ill. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Not doing well. Um, but he, you know, he's really researched this, and uh, he was actually the teacher of the year, I believe, for New York State, if I'm recalling uh, correctly. And so he's basically somebody who was inside the system for a long time who has come out against it. Uh, so, anyway, for others who wanted to check that out. But go ahead, Robert, with more of your thoughts.
10: Uh, yeah, uh, like other things like uh, grades don't necessarily show intelligence, but more obedience of how obedient you can get people to be. Um and and things like that. I could I guess I could end on that. I just I just wanted
1: to Well yeah, know, I mean grades everybody in school knows that grades really have more to do with doing whatever it is the teacher wants you to do rather than actually, you know, learning something for yourself. Now that's not to say that there aren't good teachers within the government school system. I believe that there are. I had a couple few of them uh in my time there. But a lot of people know that in uh, in a situation where the teacher is less than desirable as far as their abilities are concerned, you got to do what they want you to do. You got to make the report say what they want it to say. You can't step outside of the, the box, so to speak, or else your grade might suffer. It's rare that you'll find a teacher who can appreciate uh, that kind of thing. And so, yeah,
10: yeah absolutely. It, it creates like worker bees. I feel like it creates these people who are like, what? What? what is my employer going to do for me or what is the government going to do for me? I feel like it, it creates like this, you know, this dependency, you know, yeah. I, I feel it's like our system doesn't really go for entrepreneurial people or independent thought. Right. I feel it's right. like just pumping out these people. Like what is, what are they going to do for me? I'm going to be the best slave so I can get the best stuff from my master. And that's just like, this is how it Comes off That's today. what
1: it boils down to, but obviously they don't think about it that way, right? They think about like I want to, you know, do what's right for my country. And, uh, you know, be a good, you know, retire from my career and, you know, have grandkids and sort of go go to college and like do all these typical things that people are sort of programmed to do, not just by the government schools, yeah. but also those same people who've come out of the government schools are also the ones who create the media. So the media, you know, backs up all of these messages and it's just this constantly reinforced uh, messaging system that uh you know indoctrinates people into this and it can be hard to uh, to break people out of that that
4: mindset and
1: uh yeah
10: absolutely yeah.
4: a lot of status uh, an- a lot of nationalists are really proud that they pay taxes yep in massachusetts when i yeah. go into mom and pop stores to like buy parts and stuff i had some hydraulic lines made the other day and i said to the guy I go what's the cash no slip price no receipt He's like, well, "What do you mean?" I says, "Well, I don't want to have to pay to six and a quarter percent extortion." And I said, "And you shouldn't have to report this. You own this business, So you take this cash and you put it in your pocket." I'm spending like three hundred bucks on hydraulic lines, right? And he, this guy, just takes and it. like put puffs out his chest and takes his hat off and puts it right on his heart and says, <gasps> "I'm a proud patriot. Wow. How dare you ask me not to?" you know, to, to not pay taxes and blah, blah, blah. And Ugh. I'm like, it's a parasite you're feeding. What, what don't you get about this? It's brutal. Oh yeah. And he was just it, like, it, and I'm like it, I ain't scary. going there anymore.
10: Um, I'm an, I'm an Uber driver in Philly and people always like, oh, you seem fairly intelligent. How come you're not working like a, you know, like a corporate job or something like that. And I'm just like, I don't want to work for someone. Huh? I want to just do my own thing. I don't want to have a boss. I don't want to have, I don't want to have to report to someone. You know, it's just, I, I, freedom is more valuable to me than making a little bit more money sitting behind a desk.
1: Yeah, I wish more people thought like you do. And, and unfortunately, the government school system just saps that right out of them. They, they don't teach people about risk. Uh, they teach people to avoid risk. They don't teach people about how to be an entrepreneur. They don't teach people anything about the benefits of what you're talking about of being able to run your own business, and set your own hours, and you know. But th- there's risk involved in those in those things, and they want to provide what appears to be a safe road to people. But anybody that really knows knows that uh, a job is never a safe road. It, it could be gone tomorrow. The corporation could go out of business, and all of the years that you've put into it are not going to be worth very much. At that point, now that's not to say that you know there shouldn't be jobs. Obviously, there are like likely going to be jobs for the rest of our uh, our lives and for for generations. But it's important to be able to break away from that paradigm. And the uh, the status sort of paradigm is very prevalent. And that's one of the reasons, in my opinion, why it's important to get people who think like we do in the same geographic area. That's why a lot of liberty minded folks have moved up to New Hampshire, as the three of us on this show have done. Uh, because it's more likely that a, at a break shop or whatever you might find somebody in New Hampshire who's like, "Yeah, screw the government. I don't want to pay you know taxes. Uh, there's I think that mindset is more prevalent up
4: here than it is in a lot of places. I have found that because everywhere I go, I'm wearing like a you know no masters no slave shirt or something productive you know yep. productive. yeah it's,
2: that's all you've got is provocative t-shirts yes. <laughs>
4: and, uh, <laughs> and and people are always yeah, walking up to, to me commenting on them in New Hampshire all, all the time. Yeah.
10: We're uh, trying to run people in Philly. I would like to retire in New Hampshire, but I still think there's some fight to do here in Philly. You, well, know, you're all, like,
1: you can fight always fight. I mean, <laughs> you, you can fight for yeah. as long as you want, wherever you are. But the question is, are you actually accomplishing anything?
10: We're, we're, we're trying. Okay. We're trying to run everyone we can, even as low as Comptroller. We're trying. We're trying to get well. our, our people in place. So, I mean, it's important it's, to feel we're, we're like to you're trying
1: something. to do something, but the question is, are you getting any results from your attempts? Can you point to any success stories uh, for all of the tries out there? Because yeah. I can tell you that here in New Hampshire, we've got a bunch of success
2: stories. Do you, like this is, you have to move when the time is right for you, and Absolutely. I wouldn't want you to move a moment before that. But a question I would have you, ask you is: Is do you ever wish there were more of you where you are? And if that. Absolutely. Right. And then, well, I've got an idea that you can move where more of them are. Because you can drive an Uber
1: pretty much you know anywhere. Obviously, there's not as much business uh, in that industry in New Hampshire. But Uber exists in Manchester and Concord and
2: Boston. I just Boston. saw a $12 an hour job uh, driving in today. I, I think there's play yeah. things you can do. There's, there certainly are. So,
1: hey, Robert, thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. And if you are out there and you love Liberty... You really owe it to yourself to check out the 101 Reasons Liberty Lives in New Hampshire. Because, yeah, I mean, I could have stayed in Florida... Uh, Until I retired, whatever that means. Um, But, you know, I could have stayed down there and tried real hard. Kept trying as hard as possible to try to change the system down there. And never would have gotten anywhere because I did try when I was down there. I did do a lot of activism, a lot of outreach, a lot of Libertarian Party stuff. And it never got anywhere. And the Libertarian Party there is not any further along than it it was 15 years ago. You know, so there's no real progress whatsoever. So if you want to have progress, the key is to concentrate. The key is to be around well, other people, people like
2: you. People know that. But do they? They do. They know that concentration's the key. They just well, want why don't they do anything about they it? They want to. They want them to come to them. It's that it ain't going to work like the that. height of hubris, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I would sure love a bunch of people to move to where I am rather than you picking yourself up and going where all the libertarians yeah. have congregated. Gosh darn it, I wish they'd move to me. Well, well, he didn't say that. He didn't. No, yeah. no, I'm not trying yeah. to scold him. Yeah. I'm just saying that this is one of the th- one of the it's traps that d- that people get get caught in. I mean, wouldn't it have been great if they would have all moved to Sarasota? To
1: Ian? Sure, that would have been sweet. Wouldn't have to move. We're uh, coming up here eight fifty five, four fifty free. Join us on Free Talk Live hour three next.
2: A funny thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. Modern advertisers have been trained to look for trackability in their advertising, and web search ads are great for that. They also help you get the consumer that's looking for products like yours in the moment. But they're expensive, and they do nothing to convince people to try your product segment in the first place. They help you get a bigger piece of the pie, but branding mediums like radio grow the pie itself. Free Talk Live's on more than 150 stations, and we can help advertisers with little budgets and big ones. Send me an email, mark at freetalklive.com. It's mark at freetalklive.com.
1: free talk live and you can dial toll free you can join us here 855 450 free that's 855 450 3733 we've got skype so skype on in here at username lrn.fm with you in the studio tonight it's ian jay and mark uh so earlier in the show we were talking about press freedom the press freedom index is back out uh, the 2017 release which i presume is getting numbers from 2016 and uh, or getting its data from from that year and it was uh, reporters without borders mark you had shared that with us that the united states dropping on the list to number 43 from number 41 uh, not a huge drop but also not a place
2: you want to be on the list of uh, press freedoms right you want to be moving up right. press freedoms if uh, you're a country that purports to be home of the free and land of the free, home of the brave, right? And,
1: and, and Yeah, and people would presume that the United States would be much higher up on the list, but we're not. And uh, this country, uh, the U.S., has not been uh, high up on that list in the time that we've been reporting on it. Uh, it has not been good. And, of course, the Obama and Trump administrations and Bush administrations did nothing to help. Uh, they you know, went after whistleblowers. Uh, Trump hasn't had the chance to do that yet, but uh, give him time. Uh, And uh, you know they cracked down. There there were governments, not just whistleblowers that were cracked down on, but there were also the U.S. federal government and I believe some state governments went after reporters trying to imprison them and actually imprisoning them in order to pressure them, squeeze them into revealing who their sources were. That's happened just within the last several years here in the U.S. So it's a huge problem. And as you pointed out earlier on the show tonight, Mark, the U.S. media... Is just ignoring this report. Right. It's just they're,
2: they're basically silent on it. Um, I mean, I'm surprised.
1: Huffington Post mentioned it in an article, but that's it. That's but they all. Did it,
2: they did it as a political thing against Trump. Against what Trump. a surprise. Yeah. A lefty uh, organization goes against Trump. I'm sure they didn't spend a heck of a lot of time talking about it, uh, you know, trying to vilify Obama when the U.S. was sliding down the charts when he was in office.
1: Right. So and then you'd mentioned the uh, raid here Uh, the free talk live studios after i had said well you know at least we're free to talk about this stuff we're still free to have our opinions on the air and you know express them and it's true we are you know they haven't they haven't shut down the genesis communications network yet they haven't uh, raided the radio stations that that air this show so it could be a lot worse but things aren't getting better that's the problem And you brought up the fact that the FBI raided these studios over a year ago now. It was March 21st, I believe, uh, 2016, when uh, I was awoken at six in the morning by uh, pounding on the the front door
2: here. Right. And I would never ask anybody to believe some kind of conspiracy theory. But I do think it's worth looking at the facts and uh, all the facts. So one month prior to this raid... I went on the air and I excoriated the uh, the FBI for acting unprofessionally at the Oregon standoff that was going on at yeah, uh, the Malheur Federal Wildlife Refuge. That one, right? They, I felt like You shot a man to death. I, I watched the video for this, and uh, I, you know, when they were, they looked like they were trying to shoot other people. They were just trying to goad these last holdouts into doing something oh, yeah. stupid so that they could gun them down in some kind of blaze of glory. That's what it looked like, and I was watching on live video. Those people were all exonerated, by the way, by a jury. Uh, th- those those folks, call. yeah. Uh, I'll take your word for it. Um, the, so the then a week that was a month before the raid. A week before the raid, free talk live reported on a story now this story hasn't didn't get much traction and it hasn't had much traction but that story revealed that the federal bureau of investigations and the people that work for the federal bureau of investigations had become for a period of time in the march of 2015 the largest distributor of child porn in the world yeah i'm gonna say that one more time your government was the largest distributor of child pornography in the world that's my understanding what's that
4: Say it ain't so.
1: Oh, it's They the would truth. never do that. They they, did they took it. over. Websites. They admitted it. Yeah, they that was part of their plot. They right. took over. Actually, it turns out they took over multiple websites. Yeah. I don't know if we ever talked about that story, but uh, you know, I've been following the headlines of this ever ever since in detail. And not only did they take over one website, they took over like two dozen uh, different darknet child pornography websites and ran those from their own server depositing what was called an NIT, a network investigative technique, that's their terminology, their euphemism for a hacking tool, uh, onto people's computers using some sort of flaw in the, allegedly in the Tor browser. I don't think anyone's ever figured out what that flaw is yet because the FBI will not reveal it. In fact, uh, and by the way, for those that uh, haven't been following the case, what happened was they put this hacking tool on 1300 I believe it was uh, different computers all around the globe that tool gathered certain information about the computer with their IP address the computers' you know uh, operating system and you know identifying information that they could use in a raid to say oh you have this computer that accessed this website so therefore we believe that you were the person using the computer that kind of thing and so they came in here and they stole like 50 plus various different devices, computers, flash drives, anything that could possibly store something on it. They took it all away. Uh, thankfully our listeners stepped up with the uh, $5,000 uh, Virgil Vadova from Cell 411 uh, put a fundraiser together and like within 24 hours we had 5 grand that I used to rebuild a bunch of computers. Got lrn.fm back on the air like a day later and uh, because for whatever reason they left some hard drives here that had
2: our That had our automation system on them. So I think the strangest, if you want to talk about strange occurrences and I'm sorry, I try not to be conspiratorial and and jump to conclusions. But when they go into a hard into a computer and they pull one hard drive out of that computer out of four and then leave three more in there, you can't expect me to believe that this is an investigation.
1: I mean yeah, it was strange they also left a book full of uh, like uh, video games like burned video games
2: right so you could have put had anything on those uh, yeah, could have been anything on right those anything discs. on the burned discs yeah. um, it burned anything on them yeah. they left a book full of them meaning like 120 CD gigabytes yeah. and gigabytes yeah. right. of data that could right. have been anything right so if somebody if, if an FBI agent walked into my home picked up one electronic device and said hey I'm here to investigate child pornography um, I'm going to take this one device I have everything i need that's gonna tell me that either a they have extraordinarily specific information which which they they, should have had but
1: they they, should have had they should have had us, you know specific details as to what this computer was
2: and you know but then why'd they take 60 items (laughs) that's a good question from a bunch of different people yeah right they don't make sense you know they don't know anything they named you but it's you know know, they i don't understand that entirely that the house doesn't belong to you it did it one time though. It did it one time yeah. so they could have uh, decided that. Um any, anyway, so they, they they were just acting very strangely. It yeah. seems like they're either a um just trying to send the message hey you shut up or they're trying to send the message that we can put whatever we want on your devices and there's yeah. nothing you can do about it. Because That's true. if they want if they needed to investigate they should have taken every electronic device. And I, agree. I want to know I really do want to know. Have has this uh, you know has has our computer connection been used to download child pornography? I want to know when. I want to know who did it. I want to know all this information because I got to tell you.
1: Well, they claim that it was done during the two week time frame that they were running one of those porn three sites.
2: Three weeks, um, uh, as I as yeah, I understand or whatever. it. Whatever. So then, uh, at that time, more than a hundred people had access to that particular connection. Maybe. So why was your name, uh, you know, certainly listed there? Did, yeah and you know like i've just got a bunch of questions about this well, and they're not
1: going to answer your questions
2: i don't think they're ever going to answer these questions they don't want to take this to court because no, because well this is this is really important so yeah. this is the new hampshire press as a matter of fact nationwide industry press all brought this to bear on free talk live mm-hmm. uh, you know we lost stations over this we lost, we lost our local station we lost stations and advertisers over this and We're never going to get a, oh, well, we didn't find anything or whatever (laughs) out of these people.
1: Well, in theory, they should at some point return the stuff, although it's been what? more than a year. They
2: may return the stuff, but still, that's not an exoneration. No, that's true. That's, you know, it might be a that's minor true. admission, but it's not much. I had somebody ask me about it just last week.
1: The toll-free number here is 855-450-FREE. Well, the latest, some of the latest news on that whole case, because it wasn't just affecting Free Talk Live. They went after hundreds of, uh, of people in this case. And there's uh, an interesting story coming up. free talk live dial in toll free and bring up what you want our number it's 855-453 that's 855-450-3733 skype on in here at username lrn.fm uh, we've been talking not on the air we've been off the air talking about bitcoin the price of bitcoin hit another all-time high today so you know congratulations to bitcoin for that I'm obviously a big Bitcoin fan. I love to see Bitcoin succeed. Unfortunately, there is a, a civil war going on behind the scenes of Bitcoin. So while it's great that uh, Bitcoin itself, the price is doing well, its market dominance, on the other hand, is not. Uh, the Bitcoin has it used to be like a market dominance of ninety five percent just several months ago, I believe, and now it's sixty six point six percent Lowest point I've seen it. A lot of altcoins are coming up.
4: How how many altcoins is there? I was looking at that chart. Hundreds. And I I got to like 640. Yeah. And I just got sick of flipping through it. (laughs) There's so many altcoins. There's
1: probably close to 1,000 because they don't all get listed on, on the charts. And
4: I didn't see, I couldn't find anywhere on that chart where it said how many there were. But yeah, there's, I mean, the competition is vast. And unless Bitcoin gets something figured out. They have got to get their act in gear because,
1: uh, like you said, there's these other cryptos that are going to try to eat Bitcoin's lunch, and there's some pretty heavy competition out there. In fact, right now, if you go to coincap.io, you can see that the total amount of exchange volume, the amount of, you know, uh, shown in dollars, the total amount of Bitcoins exchanged in the last 24 hours, $324 The total amount value of altcoins in the last 24 hours, $345 That's not a good thing for Bitcoin, at least. I mean, it's great. Crypto's alive and well, right? Like, there's a lot of cryptocurrencies out there. There's a lot of money uh, in these marketplaces. But Bitcoin used to have the lion's share of it. Now, it barely has a cub's share of it. I mean, it's really... It's really taken a hit as far as the overall dominance in the in the marketplace. Even though right now it is at a record high, it crashed uh, crossed over thirteen hundred U.S. dollars per
2: Bitcoin today. If you want to, it's follow- also worth pointing out that uh, all the, you know, you're you're pointing out excellent uh, points, but there's it's you know Bitcoin has market dominance in the sense of penetration. There's a huge amount of businesses and companies that take Bitcoin. There are far fewer. Um, oh yeah! Almost take, nobody takes
1: the other ones. Um, the other ones yeah. at this
2: point, yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: but that's going to change. It is, uh, especially as the Bitcoin fees continue to be ridiculous, and they are ridiculous. Right they're not now. so
2: bad at this moment, right?
1: Oh, they're terrible! They're terrible! You can't send a Bitcoin transaction mark for less than thirty cents. Okay, you can't, and that's like that's the cheap way of sending the transaction. I sent uh, some bitcoins into local Bitcoin the other day. It cost me more than a dollar. Uh, in fact, earlier today I spent three dollars to send uh, some bitcoins, hmm. several mind you, into uh, to local Bitcoin. but it's crazy. That, yeah. that transaction two years ago or a year ago would have cost me five cents. So uh, it's, it's getting out of control and the, the worse the fees get, the more the competition is beca- going to be attractive to uh to other people out there so anyway if you want to learn more about the latest with bitcoin you can go to news.bitcoin.com they've got some great information there and uh, the people over at bitcoin.com love bitcoin they want to see bitcoin succeed on into the future uh right now bitcoin again price is doing great it's about uh, 1286 dollars as we're speaking right now according to CoinCap. Uh, .io but go learn more over at bitcoin.com as we continue here. Uh let's see if we can get Able on the line. or excuse me Bad Slave as uh, he's calling himself. Bad Slave in New Hampshire, you're on Skype.
11: Thank you. Yes sir. <laughs> How are you guys doing? Mark, Jay. Hey.
1: All Ian. well. What's Good on way. your mind tonight?
11: Uh listen, I I I've been reading here from uh, red pill politics. Uh this is I'm I'm changing the uh the subject. Um, I, I think this is even uh, more critical than uh, uh, the other thing. I did want to say that other than Uber and Lyft, there's a new one coming on uh, called uh, Driving with Wise.
0: Uh, okay.
11: That I signed up for on Facebook. I, I don't know much detail uh, about it. Uh, and then there's uh, Cell Four One One. For you know, for someone that, that wants to come here and and still be a uh, a traveler with, uh, with, uh, uh guests. Um, so gotcha. a- anyway, uh, the red pill politics thing, uh, is, uh, is, uh, what's it called? The, um, uh, let me get to the article. There. Is this the, it's, the state representative who got out recently? The daily beast. Uh, is that a, is that a left leaning publication? I don't know. Oh, I, I, I've, I've come across it a, a few times, but not often. And and, and this uh, this article is way left-leaning. Uh,
1: I mean— you Are you referring to—I uh, think I believe it was on the front page of freetalklive.com. I think it might still be. I know it was there yesterday. Uh, Thursday, are you referring yeah. to the story about a state representative here in New Hampshire who got outed by this article that you're referring to as yeah, the creator the of this red yeah. pill thing? Yes. Yeah, it's on the and front page right now over at uh, freetalklive.com. It's probably about five down, submitted by folk underscore anarchist.
4: Did you guys hear about this, uh, you guys well, in the studio? Red Pill Politics is something that was a, a show that my friend uh, Dave Kopaz is doing. In fact, he calls it Red Pill Politics with Dave Kopaz.
11: Right, that's not what we're talking about. Okay, because
4: I know you know. The able.
11: Red Pill. This is the Red Pill. And it's, uh, it's a Reddit uh thread that, uh, has, uh, it's, it's kind of a men's group. It's like a men's rights. Right. And they're bitching about women and they're, you know, and and, you know, Hey, there's some valid issues out there. Tom Woods has an article out there that people ought to look at, uh, or actually a podcast of, a a woman who was going to go after, after the bad men out there. And she actually switched over and, and, uh, you know, made a huge point of, you know, how the the courts and the you know, with the help of women are are really destroying many, many men's lives. Uh you know, I, I you know, Tom Woods is not gonna be somebody that's gonna be touting uh you know misogynistic crap out there.
1: Well uh, now uh, by the way our co host Johnson Rice had brought this in last night as one of his uh, items of show prep, and I said, this is just too long because uh, the article that's linked over at uh, what you were saying, I think it was The Daily Beast, it's a detailed piece that gets into exactly how they figured this guy out. So it's apparently a New Hampshire state representative who was the yeah. founder of this red pill forum that had, because uh, I read the article after the show just to see, you know, what is this about? It's New Hampshire, kind of interesting. Uh, this guy created this red pill, read it, And it is incredibly popular. Apparently, it's got like 200,000 subscribers. I mean, that's huge. Free Talk Live's, you know, Reddit has 500 something. (laughs) So, I mean, this is tremendously popular. And the guy did apparently a terrible job at obscuring who he was. He was trying to use like fake names or whatever. But, you know, the Internet, they figured it out. uh,
11: You know, if you you pursue it, it, it's probably going to be hard for anybody that isn't some kind of a super sleuth uh you know with the with the, you know there are people out there that that won't even fire up a computer uh you know with a hard drive they they just put in yeah, a, they're
1: super paranoid for a good reason hey thanks uh, for the call tonight i appreciate it more coming up here this is free talk live ross ulbricht was convicted in early 2015 of running the infamous silk road underground market The Silk Road was a gift to humanity and helped reduce the harms brought on by drug prohibition. For this good deed, Ross has been sentenced to life in prison with no possibility of parole. Now, an appeal is Ross's only chance, and he needs your support. Please visit FreeRoss.org, where you can contribute via various methods, including Bitcoin. Visit FreeRoss.org. That's FreeRoss.org. Talk live, dial on in toll free, and join us here. You can bring up anything you want. Our number is 855 450 free. That's 855 450 3733. We've got Skype, and you can Skype into the show here at username lrn.fm. Let's say you want to save 20% on your purchases at Amazon. Mark, how would one go about doing that?
2: Well, um, you can save even more than 20% on your purchases at Amazon if you go to Um So what it is, is it's a site where um, you sign up for an account, and please go ahead and do that right now, even if you don't have Bitcoin, because you're going to need Bitcoin to, to make this happen. Yep. You get that account, you fund it with Bitcoin, and then you... Um, use it to work with another person who has Amazon credits in order to get this these discounts between 20 and 33% uh, it's between 5 and 33% but yeah you can do it immediately and save 5% yeah. if you're willing to wait a day or two you'll probably save 25% if you're willing to I've wait done it. a week you will probably save 30%
1: it's hard but you can do it you can't, it's possible you know i mean yep. it depends
2: on how badly you need something it's so
1: easy to get 20% off though i right. mean just
2: across the board
1: within a few hours of placing the order that's been
2: my experience and 20 percent off i mean you <laughs> you can't get that very easily at these uh, stores amazon has great prices generally on uh, pretty much everything and they have pretty much everything you need to live life except for maybe uh, fresh vegetables and uh, you can't pay your mortgage through them yet but um <laughs> you know just about everything else they've got it covered right right um the thing the things you need for life they've got them I can't think of what you can't get besides sort of fresh vegetables and fruits. Yeah, but that's about it. It's, uh, it's SaveItPurse.com. dot com.
4: I just saved thirty percent on 30%. some stuff. Thirty percent, and I'm trying. How long to look did it take? Here. How long? Well, I'm trying to look on here, and I'm not showing how long it took. Well, actually, I guess I could do a little math. Here. Just shot in the dark. Do you remember when? Uh, you... I think it was like two days.
1: That's pretty good. That's fast. So it's amazing and it does work well. And by the way, Mark, you mentioned you need to have Bitcoin. That's actually uh, partially true. You can also have other altcoins. This is one of the ways you can use those other altcoins is because they've got a shapeshift uh, Shapeshift.io built into Purse. Oh. So if you've got Dash or you've got you know one of the other major altcoins... You can use those too there's a little percentage on it
2: I imagine I
1: suspect I've never tried that, but I've, I've been told that it exists so anyway, save it purse save at purse.com let's go to Sarah she is in New Mexico and Sarah you're on free talk live Yes um it was
6: announced that you know Michael Bloomberg um, wasn't he the mayor of New York he was he, yeah well he's actually he's actually giving four hundred thousand dollars of his own money. To help uh, Santa Fe um, pass the sugar tax. Oh, gross! So, <laughs> now, I'm just completely shocked.
2: But I'm so not. Money, he's a total arch statist, right? He hates guns and sugar.
1: Didn't and yeah, tax. Did they put They put the soda tax I mean, in the, under a, his watch, right? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah,
2: go ahead, Sarah. I'm sorry. Well,
6: the thing about it was that it's uh it's uh, it's not um, it's towards the commercials. There's a soda co- uh, so I mean, they have the—they run their commercials to keep the the tax off of it. I heard a bunch of commercials that uh, how it's going to cost so much, you know, it's going to all that. That's all paid by the soda pop companies.
2: Sure, that's so right. So
6: he's, uh, he's so he's actually combating those commercials uh, with his own money. Okay. But uh, I'm I'm just uh, I'm amazed that he got involved with Santa Fe. Politics. Wait, I thought you
1: hated rich people
6: you know, something um, you know. I I don't. He's a Republican. I don't like all of his. I thought he was a. I was uh, told about bad things, except that that he was against uh, like uh, the the golf size and the whole soda thing. And I just thought that he was right on that issue. And uh, it's kind of peculiar that he's involved to pass this. Uh, but haven't you attacked theory. rich
1: people on the air here before? I mean, haven't you you know been kind of anti-rich? Well, maybe if they're Democrats,
6: right? The billionaire, the not. billionaire capitalist, you know. But, but the he's a billionaire, is that-
1: right? Michael Bloomberg is a billionaire. That's why he can afford to just, you know, throw four hundred thousand dollars something, right?
6: Well, you know, the thing about it is that uh, do you I just think, like rich people you know, to agree with communist- you? the thing about it is that I'm just saying that he might be I'm not saying that he's a good person as a total person but mm-hmm. he said one one thing that I do support.
1: So what you're you know saying what I mean? is it yeah. is possible for rich people to do things that you support.
6: Right, right. Okay. Cuz I'm surprised that he's not backed by most rich people are backed by like the insulin and soda pop companies. I'm he's an odd case because he's actually about keeping the kids uh, slim and we no, busy. no, 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 no. He's about so,
1: giving the government money.
2: Let me ask you this, Sarah. Um, we know that you know people have to work in order for you to get uh, the benefits that you get that you manage to live off of without uh, working. So. Um, th- What is going to happen if this tax – and it's going to, right? This tax is going to push down soda sales. And when soda sales are pushed down, people are going to lose their jobs. Some people will lose their jobs in distributorships. Some people will lose their jobs in manufacturing. But people are going to lose jobs. Is
6: that what you want? But you know what? There's no guarantee. This is a vote to the public, May 2nd. The public is – and then it's so easy to uh, – But you say you support it. I don't care
2: whether it passes or not, Sarah. You said you supported it. Communists usually support workers. Workers make sugary sodas. You don't support sugary sodas. You've got a real problem here where you're like, I want to dictate to you how you eat, and I want workers to have good lives. But you're trying to take the jobs of workers. Farmers grow sugar.
6: Yeah. Uh, think about it. Is, you know, there's uh, plenty of jobs, opportunity that could arise. Why don't that, you take that, one of them? Uh, well, you know something, you don't okay, Anyway, but I'm, I'm, like, I'm not talking about myself. Only, you need, I just think okay? it sucks that you're trying to take people's that.
2: jobs, Sarah. I mean, seriously, you want to take people's jobs and you're sitting there without one. You advertise the fact that you don't have one, and it sends really sanctimonious to me to say, I'm a communist, I support workers, and then you're trying to take people's workers' jobs. It's crappy. Well,
6: I mean, do you think people losing jobs on dialysis machines? Do you think people wind up on kidney and poking themselves with a needle? Do you think that's necessary? I think yeah, well, I don't the think the it's necessary. I, I think eliminate. those people
2: are making poor decisions.
1: See, here's the thing, Sarah. The difference between you and us. One of the differences is that we think it's if you've got a bad idea that you need to convince people to stop doing that bad idea, rather than using the threat of violence, which is what the government ultimately is. Because uh, I agree with you. I don't like drinking soda for the most part. I don't. do I don't it. think you've had a every, soda in years. No, it hasn't been years, Mark. Oh, we we have the g- ginger brews there's every that now. That one and then. ginger bre- yeah. ginger
2: ale that you drink a yeah. few
1: a few times a year. Mark, you and I will split a, a twelve ounce ginger brew.
2: Right, you'll drink uh, about six ounces. Yeah,
1: and you'll drink the other six. Right, and uh, you know that's because it's a it's a treat. You know, very every, every now and then. But right, but some people you go, have
2: one maybe quarterly yeah. or uh, bi monthly. I have one probably weekly. Y-
1: yeah, so some people will go to the store every week and buy flats of soda i've seen it i've worked in in kmart i know uh you know i've seen it happen they'll load up a shopping cart full of soda cans and uh, two liter liter bottles and they drink it like they drink it like it's their life's blood and that is not good for people it's not and maybe indeed uh threatening people with a soda tax in this case by the way
2: santa fe is going to want two cents per ounce tax on a soda so a twenty ounce soda that you buy right. at the the store yeah. is going to have something like forty cents worth of it in
1: tax. Yeah, yeah. you got a big gulp at uh, you know Seven Eleven or Circle K or whatever, and that's a sixty four ounce cup. Well, you're paying a you know a dollar thir- thirty in taxes. It's going to cost more in tax yeah. than taxes. It's going to
2: triple its damn cost at the at the register. I'm for it if they expand the roads and raise the speed limits.
4: Thanks for the call, Sarah. I appreciate it. Eight fifty
1: five. That's what the government
2: does. It has I, the roads where I the cars. I have two
4: comments on this. Yeah, please on his sugar thing. So, two things: it's double. It could be double taxation, and I'll explain that. And yep. also money trail. So first off, double taxation. You're going to tax sugar. But yet the reason sugar is used so insanely in everything is because it is such a heavily subsidized. I think sugar is this by is far, corn sugar. Uh, no. Uh, well, yeah. Well, and this this corn isn't syrup, a sugar but, tax. It's a but,
1: sweetened drinks tax. So also, anything with
4: corn syrup is going to be taxed. too. So also beet. So when you look at a Mountain Dew and it says sugar on it, it's made from beet sugar. Uh, beet sugar is genetically modified. It is, uh, you know, all Roundup ready, and it is insured by the farm. The farmers insure it with government subsidized insurance because really, how the crop insurance is really working right now? Through I mean, most the sodas subsidy. aren't
1: made with sugar in the United States.
4: Yeah, it's, it's sugar right on the ingredient, and then high fructose corn syrup. Like. Most of them don't have sugar in it. Okay, most of them don't.
1: You, if you get uh, soda with sugar in it, there's a good chance it was bottled in Mexico. Well, that would more more, more coming sugar. up here. It's free talk live free talk live dial toll-free join us here our number is 855-450-FREE that's 855-450-3733 and you may skype into the show here at skype username lrn.fm even in these remaining moments we have enough time for you if you want to join us here now if you like free talk live and you appreciate the work that we do here on the radio talking about the ideas of liberty seven nights a week live then you can get behind the show for five bucks a month or you can use bitcoin that's an option uh when it comes to the free talk live amp program amp stands for advertise market and promote and the idea is well We appreciate your assistance in helping spread Free Talk Live, and the AMP program lets you help us do that. It allows you to get behind the show to where we can more effectively promote Free Talk Live to new radio stations, bring new internet listeners on, expose new people to the ideas of freedom, you can help us out by going to amp.freetalklive.com. Just take a moment, go to amp.freetalklive.com. A-M-P, you can learn more about the AMP program there, what's the money spent on. We go through some of that, uh, and all the detail uh, is all there at amp.freetalklive.com. You can use credit card, PayPal, PayPal. And as I said, Bitcoin, if you'd like to get signed up, you get perks too. You get access to the Amp Only call-in lines, the Amp Only podcast, the Amp Only Facebook group, which is one of the only reasons I still use Facebook. Uh, And it's all there for you at 5 bucks a month. makes a big difference for us when you do that. So please, if you like this show and it's worth a cup of coffee every month to you, then please go to uh, AMP, A-M-P, AMP.freetalklive.com. So I said there was some news, and I've actually been holding on to this for a while. You brought up the, the raid on the Free Talk Live studios, Mark, that happened now about uh, 11 months ago. At oh, this I thought point. it was
2: closer to 13 months ago.
1: No, it was March 21st. Okay. It's now uh, April 26th. And so that is 13 months Oh, you're right about that. Thank you. Yeah. Good. Thanks for, for catching me on that. Yeah. 13 months. Uh, anyway. The mind is an amazing thing, isn't
2: it? <laughs> like, you were certain that was 11 months. You're like 12 I was adding minus a month 1 to 10 is
1: 11. <laughs> no, I was adding a month to 10 for some reason. <laughs> That's even better. <laughs> well, December this, does mean the 10th month. This is how people screw up their earth calculations, too. <laughs> right. uh, so, uh, anyway, techdirt.com had an update, and this is actually a few months old. I've those, just been sitting on it. Those
2: flat earth. Calculations were correct. I was looking them up. Um, oh,
1: they the fact, yes, they were. The dude it's, said that the the island should have been like a hundred miles below his vision. Not a hundred miles. 100 100 uh, uh,
2: more like twenty, two hundred feet. Or feet. Um, yeah, and no, I it did should be ca- like
1: one hundred sixty-eight inches. No, it's not.
2: Okay. Well, I it's think a, you're mis- I think Earth, you miscalculated. The, the, the Earth isn't on an incline. It's a it's a sphere. I, I did. I look, man. I'm telling you I looked it up, and um, I'm I'm absolutely certain they're right. The fact is is that he's wrong that he can see Catalina, or at least all of Catalina, from Uh the shore of California.
1: Okay. Well, like I said, I don't know, man. I'm not a scientist. I looked it all up. So, anyway, going on here with uh, TechDirt.com, this is the update on the FBI, which, as we mentioned before, they had uh, taken over child pornography servers and forums on the darknet. They operated them for a period of weeks, as you said, Mark, becoming the world's largest and most most prolific distributor of child pornography uh, in that time frame. And then they proceeded to place a hacking tool on, like, 1,300 computers worldwide. They raided a bunch of different places, including this studio— they charged a lot of people. No one here has been charged, by the way. I think it's worth pointing that out uh, in 13 months. And uh, in other places, they did find you know, people with child pornography on their computer when they conducted the raids. They brought charges against those people, and now one of those people has had his charges dropped. How is that, you ask, when they found child pornog- actual child pornography on his computer? Or so they claim. Uh, The FBI has decided to let one of their Playpen defendants walk rather than turn over information on their network investigative technique. The NIT, deployed all over the world on the back of a single warrant obtained in Virginia, unmasked Tor users by dropping code on the Playpen visitors' computers. Playpen was the name of the forum that they took over. That sent back IP addresses and other information about the user's computer to the FBI. The warrant itself has been ruled invalid by a number of judges presiding over these prosecutions, although not all of those judges have determined that the evidence should be suppressed. Some of the judges have said, "Yeah, that was an illegal warrant, but since you found something bad, ah, we'll let it we'll let it through." The FBI not only sent malware to site visitors, but it also ran the child porn website for 2 weeks while pursuing its investigation. The character in this particular case is Jay I believe his first name is Jay. They just refer to him as Mishad, I think it's anyway, Jay Mashod uh, asked a Michaud's lawyer asked the court to force the FBI to hand over information about the NIT. This is what you do in a criminal trial, is you ask for discovery. And, you know, part of discovery is you're having the government provide all the evidence that they have against you. And part of the process of obtaining that evidence you know that whole, that whole process has to be documented what did you do with the evidence that you felt well first we picked it up uh, with tweezers we put it in this bag that ziploc bag was then sealed a number was written on it it was handed to this guy he put it in the van the van, you know, there has to be this sort of chain of custody right. for the evidence and so part of that chain of custody is well you know what was it that you did to get this hacking tool this nit on this person's computer in the first place how did you do that fbi and because if the answer is we broke into his house and put it there that's illegal uh and if the answer is that uh, or in this case that we hacked into his computer well it may not be illegal what they did that's another question for another court to decide and courts have sort of differed on that but if they're not willing to say how they did it then it should be thrown out and that's what happened in this particular case uh judge Bryan after an in-camera session... By the way, the FBI countered the uh, request, saying they wouldn't turn over the information about how they did this, even if the court ordered them to. They would go into contempt of court if the court ordered them to turn over this information. That's how much they want to protect whatever this process was. Judge Bryan, after an in-camera session with the agency, that means off the record, in in another room... Uh, agreed with the government that there was a law enforcement need to keep the details of the tool secret. But he also made it clear the government couldn't have both its secrecy and its
2: evidence. You know, if they decided, if the FBI decided to not turn over their, um, you know, whatever it is, this information, this hacking tool that they have to the uh the the court, as uh, per ordered, I wonder if they would be treated the same way that uh, reporters are often treated here in the United States. <laughs> Put in a cage? They refuse to turn over sources. Would they be putting these FBI agents in a cage yeah. for, in some cases, as long as years um, probably I, I, not I don't think these government bureaucrats have the the stones for this frankly I don't think they believe strongly enough I know reporters do because I've seen the evidence but I don't think these agents have the stones to do this I think they would uh, give it up and they'd be like whatever I give up I give up and get out I'd like to see that because well frankly in a um, in a nation of laws that's how it would work so instead
1: of, uh, you know, well, as he said here, the the government could not have both its secrecy and the evidence. So therefore, the judge ordered all evidence in the case suppressed. You won't turn over how you got this thing. I understand why you won't. The judge said, "I've seen your reasons why." What good so, is
2: their, uh Scuttle the
1: case. What good is their hacking tool? If, if they can't use it, they can't use it. <laughs> well, it, they did use it, Mark, and they used it successfully to prosecute every single
2: person who took a plea deal. Ah. So basically they you know this just incentivizes people to take it to court well, just a, a
1: scattershot uh attack here on on these people uh, many of whom may have been actual bad people who created child pornography. Others were probably just the consumers of it, which is uh, an
2: entirely different conversation about yeah. uh, what uh, the morality of that is and what constitutes child pornography in a variety. So of So we other don't things.
1: know who they got or, or whatever. But, but I can
2: tell you that there is a um, there's another form of conviction, and that's the form of conviction that Free Talk Live currently bears in its community. I the just, fact
1: that we were raided in the first place. Right. You mean? Like
2: at this point, we've been. It's been said that uh, you know we had themselves some child pornography in here oh right? there's
1: still people posting signs about it downtown about with my right. picture on it
2: you there is no conviction there's no um there's no there's no evidence there's no nothing nothing has been presented to suggest that free talk live or any of its uh, co-hosts or anybody who's ever been in the studio or anything has had any kind of involvement with this i'd like to know This interesting. This information would be very interesting, and uh, you know that basically what I believe this was all about. And I, until until proven otherwise, this is where I've decided in my mind to go with this. Um, I understand this is a conspiracy theory, but. That's it. I do think conspiracies exist. My conspiracy theory is is that the FBI was sick and tired probably has somebody monitoring uh you know radio shows that have a, a, a seditionist uh, feel to them and was sick of hearing about their unprofessional behavior surrounding the Oregon standoff, their the fact that they were the uh, number one distributor of child pornography in the world during the month of uh, March in 2015, mm-hmm. and, you know, for me, hammering those things home. I, as the press, want to hold my government accountable. What the gov- What does the government want to do? It wants to sneak in the middle of the night and uh, spread lies.
1: We'll see you tomorrow night. Online in the meantime, you can join us at freetalklive.com.
4: From there, I went on join the Free State Project and become an amplifier. So,
0: I mean, that's really the reason why I amp is uh, because I know that if it wasn't for you guys being on as many stations as you are, I never would have found the ideas of Liberty.
1: Your amp will directly change more lives by getting free talk live in front of people looking for talk radio online and on the air. You can help by joining the AMP program for just $5 a month at amp.freetalklive.com and getting perks. That's amp.freetalklive.com.